I think the joke that hit the hardest for me is finally understanding, like truly, truly understanding the dream that he has in the beginning and why it's a nightmare and how him <laughs> turning into Goofy is like the worst thing for him. Oh yeah, and that kind of flew over my head when I was Yeah, kids. when... When he put, when Goofy puts on the outfit and forces Max in the, into like all the fishing gear, and he's like, "You look just like I was when I was young." And Max is like, "Please don't <gasps> say that, Please don't say that, <laughs> Dad." Stand you in like, oh my god. <laughs> but oh my god, but so he's good. a goof though. I, that's why he at is. the end, yeah. that's why at the end, Roxanne was like, "You know, the reason I fell in love with you is because of that laugh." That laugh. And the only reason he has that laugh is because he's. He came from Goofy's nutsack. Yeah, he came He's from a goof Goofy's like superior lineage. <laughs> we all know that the goofs are. No one like, else laughs like that. Like on pen and paper, they are just Riz monsters. They're top tier. Yeah, I mean, Max proved it already. It's in his blood. Yeah, yeah. Max is great. All right, all right. The press conference will get started. Uh, he he'll point to you, and you can ask whatever question uh, you want from the player. Okay, so uh, make sure you raise those hands high. Uh, uh here, here. Uh, yes, you, you in the front. Yep, you. Peter, how do you think your great grandfather feels after that awful match, especially with your positioning being so bad this game? Well, it's tough. What, what was your name? I I didn't catch your name. Uh, do I have to disclose that? Okay, just want to know who uh, I'm Sarah. addressing to. So, okay, it's Sarah from wherever you're reporting for. Uh, yeah, it was tough. I uh, the way I played today, it it actually killed my grandpa. He he actually died in the in the stands today with how horrible I played. Uh, I gotta take care of his whole uh cremation and stuff like that after after today so uh pretty tough but we'll bounce back great i'm not i'm not too worried thanks what will you be having for lunch today <sighs> hmm i want mac and cheese but i feel like my asshole is gonna get fucking blown out with all that dairy so i'm probably gonna get mac and cheese okay great thank you thank you uh Yes, you in the back with the orange shorts. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a pretty good pair of eyes on you to see me from that far away. Um, well, I saw that 10-0 coming pretty quickly. Peter, I do need a... I, everyone is wondering. Redlock Weekly uh -huh. wants to know, is it true that you sacrificed your firstborn son in order to win this match, and yet you still lost 10-0? <sighs> yes. Yes, those rumors were true. Uh, I did sacrifice my first son in a big uh, lock-like uh, structure uh, to see if I can gain his uh, superpowers to win this match. Unfortunately, uh, it didn't help much because the rest of my team sucks. Uh, but it's okay, though. I have multiple wives, so I can have multiple first sons with those wives. Uh, so uh, just make another one and uh, get that one sacrificed and uh, we'll get back into the season. And what about the allegations that you undergone extensive neck lengthening surgery in order to emulate Ego? Well, I mean, he's my favorite player growing up, so... Uh, Speaking of which, it's really hard to talk to you when your neck is uh, five feet ahead above me. 
<laughs> like that just that's just how it goes okay it, when you're a kid you follow your favorite players and the way they do things and that shapes you who you are today and that's that's just who i am I, i'm a neck guy literally okay well okay enough questions that's it uh press conference is done uh you can come back uh next week after the the next match thank you all right bye guys Th thanks for the questions that game sucked you suck <sighs> another day where they love me <laughs> out the door. peter will you have been a soccer player in another life god no See, I'm probably going to be shorter in another life. I'm already short now. So I might as well just be a, a type table tennis player. I don't think you need to be that tall to be to I think the generations do get shorter, though. So if we do get reincarnated, assuming that it's always in the future, we'll probably get shorter We're and fucked. shorter. I'm going to be a pill yeah. bug someday. Well, then I've been reincarnated a lot of times why i didn't think this was a fucking contest sorry finally uh, i can win i live more lives than you <laughs> uh but hey guys welcome back to another episode of the we power hour the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world uh this is episode 120 we're filming this on may 2nd already the fifth month of the year we're pretty uh close to halfway uh, a lot of anime has happened uh over the past couple months uh if you haven't already Please uh, like, comment, subscribe, share, follow, uh, do everything you can to help support the podcast, uh, whether it be on the podcasting app that you're listening to. Uh, if you're checking this out on YouTube, uh, give us a subscribe and hit that notification bell on there and follow us on all our social medias uh, to keep up to date on anything that we do. Uh, let me introduce to you my co-host uh, for this show, the man in the middle, Lance. Hey, guys. Uh, and the lady on my left, Plinchy. Hello. Uh, and of course, I am Peter, uh, the lowly loser that can't score a single goal in the soccer Hello, match. Peter. So. Hello, Hello, Peter. Hello, loser. <laughs> uh, a lot to go through this week, so let's get started with the latest news of the week first. Uh, PA Works, back at it again with another original uh, content. Now it's going to be a film called Komada, A Whiskey Family. It gets a November premiere. Uh, if you want to check out the trailer, uh, and the key visual, I do have the link down below. Uh, the cast for Kamada, pretty stacked cast. Uh, Sari Hayami, uh, Yor from Spy Family, she is going to be the main girl in this one. Uh, Kenji Ono, Yuri, uh, Yor's brother, uh, he would be in this as well. Uh, Mayo Chida, uh, Rika from Chunibyo, uh, and uh, Yoshimasu Hosea, which I believe is Reiner from Attack on Titan. So uh, pretty all-star cast for uh, a, a movie that is set in a Japanese whiskey distillery. Uh, young Rui Komada is leading the business following the death of his father. He aims to reforge the broken family bonds and rebuild the ailing whiskey business. Uh, so pretty interesting, uh, to say the least. Uh, we, we are not... Uh, we're not shy from the fact that we have watched quite a bit of original shows from PA Works, especially these past couple of years. Uh, Aquatope on the White Sand, Akiba Made War. Uh, I think we watched a little bit of Buddy Daddies uh, this past season as well. Uh, so another one of the works. They have the money for it. I'm, I don't know where they get the money from. 
Uh, it's really expensive to do original work like this, but they're ready to go in November. So we'll definitely see more stuff from that. And uh, I think it'll be pretty interesting. I don't think we've ever seen uh, enough of these kind of movies where it's kind of almost a, like a, the Japanese life, you know, uh, especially a small homeowning business like this, uh, especially with the pandemic and how everything went uh, affecting everything. I'm assuming this is like in set in real time in uh, 2023 after the pandemic. So uh, we'll definitely see how everything shake, shakes out on that. Uh, and then in other original work, uh, toy animation, jumping on that girl band train. Uh, they have a original anime project called Girls Band Cry. Uh, there's a teaser visual uh, of the girl on May 29th. Uh, there will be a released uh, animated Boys music video with some cry. news. <laughs> um, <laughs> But until then, we don't know exactly what this project is going to be about, whether it be uh, a season or a film, or this is just a start of a new band uh, for toy animation. Uh, but yeah, so hmm. there's already a, a new girl. We don't know who she's voiced by, if it's going to be a new girl or uh, a recurring voice actress. Uh, but we would definitely check it out. I think, I think we might be in that era, guys, where, you know, uh, cute girls making music could be a constant now it's not just uh, an outlier like we had with Kon uh a decade ago i think we might start seeing that trend uh, bochi the rock i think really uh set the precedent to let 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 the animators know that uh people are excited about this kind of genre uh so yeah so uh we'll definitely check it out at the end of the month uh and then uh we'll reconvene back and uh let's we'll talk about uh what we saw from uh the animated music video uh, but with that, that is the latest news of the week. Uh, if there's any news ar news articles you guys want us to check out and talk about on the podcast, uh, you can always DM us on our social media or em email us at thewepower.gmail.com. Uh, we can check it out and uh, maybe we'll talk about it on a future podcast. Uh, but let's move on to the next segment on our list. Uh, it is the media roundup of the week. Uh, this is a segment where we talk about anything uh, that we watch, read, or play that isn't from this current season's anime. Uh, we got two uh, up on deck for this week. Uh, so let's hit the first one. Isekai Oji-san, our uncle from another world, finally caught the finale after so long. It's been almost a whole year since it got released. Uh, but it's finally done. You finally can start packing those Blu-rays and start shipping them out to other people uh, and, and getting that ball rolling. And hopefully sales will be good enough uh, for them to... Uh, warrant a season two uh but i'll just open up the floor to everyone here We're finally done guys how do you guys feel it's about over. the finale of isekai og son yeah it's finally over uh it was okay i think yeah it had a really uh, strong start i think a really like fun premise and of course you know the voice actors just carried yeah. most of the show yeah. but um you know it was okay was it worth the wait? Not really. No. <laughs> it didn't really give us anything that we were missing or wanting during like the gap. When I think about uh when did Isekai Ujisan peak? I think it was the the first couple times he tries to make YouTube content and like realizes how out of touch he is. And then there was mm -hmm. the time where there was the goblins or something. 
he like saves the kids and they think oh, that yeah. he's, and the kids, he's one of the goblins. And then the, the mom. No, he right. thinks goblins beat him up, but it was the kids because they were just oh, like, no, fuck yeah. this. Yeah. I think that's after that, it's just been like stagnant. And Fujimiya like occasionally brought brought something with her brother. <laughs> I don't know. Just, okay. Yeah. It sad part is that ending gave me more hope than it did for most of the season. I I wanna know how uh, <laughs> oh. Oji-san figured out a way to get back to uh right? Japan. Because I have a <laughs> feeling he left that door open by accident. And somehow, some way well, elf coming. Yeah. Or Mabel comes through. Yeah, because like, you know, they're fucking they're crazy for him when even though yep. they don't want to admit it. Uh so when he leaves, I feel like Elf is gonna go on this like fucking like two hundred year journey to try to find where he went. Yeah, I'm and really then curious stumble upon the hole. What they're up to now that he's gone. Yeah. So like I kinda wanna know, but I feel like at the same time I was like <laughs> it's probably still yeah, gonna it's... be Minnington at the end. So it's the idea that gets me excited, mm-hmm. but the the meat of it, it's uh the potential <laughs> is nice. Yeah, Uh, but I mean, a lot of people seem to like it. Seven point eight seven on my anime list. So I mean, Isekai Ujisan hits a lot of the the check boxes for uh, anime watchers uh, in terms of what's good and what's not. So uh, hopefully, pretty funny. Yeah, hopefully everything works out well, even with the the pandemic and slowing them down, stuff like that. That uh, they can warrant a season two. Uh, But closing the chapter on Isekai Ujisan, finally done with uh that summer list uh of animes uh from so long ago uh but let's move on to the other thing we want to talk about this media roundup we talked about a couple weeks ago how much we love goofy and he's a father figure and us reminiscing about the goofy movie and now we have finally watched the first movie uh of the two uh, the 1995 uh, original Goofy movie. I did not know uh, that movie hi. was that old. <laughs> yeah. It's super old. So, uh, but yeah, I'll just open up the floor, everyone here. How how was it reminiscing uh, down the nostalgic path here? On the topic of anime, tell me what's more anime than Goofy, right? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's just a hyperbole after hyperbole of just like how crazy. He lives his life. Well, I was yeah, talking more love- like how he's like a shonen protagonist level. Of oh, like, oh my god! <laughs> like just plot armor. Yeah, good guy. Talk no jutsu. <laughs> yep. I mean, he's the Riz Master. You know, he fucking he slays and gets bitches every day. So, and he'll do that more in the second movie where he gets a girlfriend and everything like that so i really want to watch the second movie because ever since we watched the first movie my social media has just been bombarded with goofy movie same. posts which i was like where were these this whole time and all of a sudden now they're same they're just like oh man this guy fucking hmm. loves goofy let's start i don't think i go on social media <laughs> anymore because i'm not getting Lucky. everything's been catered to me as D on reddit so mm-hmm. and like animals so thankfully uh, i haven't seen it uh, all i get <laughs> is just the the power line dance routine that they had uh oh my god with the with the the, <laughs> the boy band guy so it was like everyone and they're all dressed up like like goofy and 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 the and the guy and they're just all fucking doing the dancing and shit i'm like god damn it 
What a banger of a song. I forgot how good that song is. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, from the clips I saw um, of Goofy Movie 2, I forgot that the difference in animation quality is so huge between those two movies. Really good, yeah. yeah What's like, like almost difference? like a five six year difference yeah i think it's 2000 when that yeah. second one came out the animation for the second good. one because even like watching the first one's like oh the you know you can't tell it's uh about as old as uh, it actually was mm-hmm. but then yeah. the second movie is really crisp looking early 2000s yeah, yeah. i remember the Step colors up. just being better just generally liking the movie better for i mean many other reasons but yeah so nice and they also had a lot of action scenes in the second one. Like, yeah. Because there was skateboarding uh, was the big part of the premise mm-hmm. for yeah. for the second movie. So they had to really up their game. So uh, maybe that's why it took so many years in between the movies. Maybe it wasn't just a decision, but it was actually, it took them that long to, to get it right. Uh, and they got it right indeed, if I remember correctly, because that movie was really good. So we'll, we'll watch it, right? Because we watched this one, we might as well. No, we have. I mean, we have to. We have to. to. We opened up Pandora's box in that one. Yeah, and I keep thinking so. about the scene when you mention anime, Lance. It it just reminded me of how animated like these cartoon characters are. If we go back to like uh, Goofy, Donald Duck, and Mickey Mouse, but it's this movie's kind of serious because it touches up on. Uh, like father and son issues oh, and the yeah, modern the lying was really good too yeah like as a yeah. kid i had no fucking clue you probably uh i relate to max a lot more but now that hell yeah more learn like, really oh wow goofy. goofy went through a lot yeah he's really yeah. concerned you're on the, the principal's chain. yelling about the electric chair and fucking so dramatic such a good guy yeah. yeah just wants what's best for his kid so it's a single dad what can you do about it i believe in the second movie he loses his job he doesn't have oh, a yeah, job so he's right. like jobless job, like, every single time yeah mm-hmm. yeah so like it's even worse to... yeah to like reinvent <laughs> yeah, himself so i was like sad. he's trying to do everything he can to support max and uh, everything mm-hmm. that he wants to do it's, it's really heartwarming with how crazy he can be and how uh animated he acts uh, throughout the movie. I think the joke that hit the hardest for me is finally understanding, like truly, truly understanding the dream that he has in the beginning and why it's a nightmare and how him <laughs> turning into Goofy is like the worst thing for him. Oh yeah, and that kind of flew over my head when I was. Yeah, kid. when when he put, when Goofy puts on the outfit and forces Max in the into like all the fishing gear and he's like you look just like i was when i was young and max is like please don't <gasps> say that stand you in like oh my god <laughs> but, oh god, but so he's good. a goof though I, that's why he at is. the end yeah. that's why at the end roxanne was like you know the reason i fell in love with you is because of that laugh that and laugh. the only reason he has that laugh is because he's he came from goofy's nutsack yeah he came he's from a goof goofy's like through and through. superior lineage <laughs> we all know that the goofs are no one like, else laughs like that like on pen and paper they are just riz monsters they're top yeah, tier probably, yeah mm. probably the best max family. proved it already it's in his blood yeah, yeah max is great he was always like a favorite character watch i don't know as a kid the movie just slaps so hard i'm sure uh the current generation could probably uh what use it 
relate a little bit, but they'll, they they'll probably see the CRTVs and be like, "What is that?" Oh yeah, and then like the, the cassette tape music player. Yeah, yeah. Or like boy band music. School assemblies. Do schools even have that? <laughs> I'm sure they do, but they you do. know, well, with the past couple of... years, it's been pretty bad. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, we'll definitely check out the second movie. I'm, I remember it to be better. Sally Roxanne isn't going to be in that second one. She gets cut for no reason. Oh, uh, he just so. doesn't have a girlfriend, right? Yeah. He's just, he like, just yeah. He just they just to go to cool. college. So I don't know what happened That's between the four years. You don't have to lie yeah. and pretend to be cool to impress the girl. You can lie and pretend to be cool for yourself. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Roxanne was a hottie. He, you know. he is cool. He is. <laughs> He's a goof. <laughs> I, I love that last name too. Just. Goofy oh, Goof. Oh, yeah. Goofy That's Goof. That's his phone name. <laughs> Where's the Goof kid? Holy <laughs> shit, the, the stoner friend or whatever, the hippie friend? Oh, Holy crap. Yeah. Bobby? I don't even remember. Bob, Bobby. Yeah, yeah Bobby. His name is Robert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking I think Avery Coolidge. at one point pointed out the, the CO2 from the Cheese Whiz can, and I was like, holy, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Getting oh, high for that. a lot of sense. Early days of uh, drug usage. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure when he's hunched over and making the Tower of Cheese, all the adults who are watching <laughs> it back then are like, oh, yeah, <laughs> he's drugged out of his mind. <laughs> but for joint? the kids, yeah. it's cheese. It's just cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loves cheese. He, and he doubles that. down pretty hard in the college years, too, where, like, he oh, is yeah, just no. sloppy <laughs> poppy on he's, all he's the like cheese. He's like the breakout character. Yeah, he's like the breakout oh, character of the second movie. They double down yeah. on him. Yeah, I, totally I, yeah I, I, I totally forgot. Like, he has, like, almost zero lines in the first movie. Yeah, he was And then the second there. one. Hey, man, PJ. I mean, well, because they start the skate team together, so, like, they have to have more lines and and yeah. everything yeah. like that but they're like way more important in the second movie mm-hmm. than the first one and maybe Gross. that's why i like it more yeah because i like yeah, those characters yeah. they're great they don't yeah, ever use them they're pretty good in the second movie if i remember uh-huh. yeah because pj and bobby are not mickey mouse uh stay-ins you know we don't see them i don't think we see them anywhere else other than here in, in these yeah. goofy movies so uh of course we see max and other other shit but uh these two they're stuck in this universe so uh oh well. Oh Hulk? <laughs> Hulk? Oh. Uh lots of feet. <laughs> this oh my god. Movie. There was like thank you. There's so much feet. <laughs> thank you More for reminding me. I think I've it ever was seen. so distracting when someone pointed Avery pointed oh it out. It was hard not to <laughs> look at it. I've never seen so much feet in any like Disney medium ever. <laughs> ever. People were barefoot so often. It's always goofy feet gross. too. No, it was Max's feet too, because they were both like. It well, was I mean, a the scene goofs. Where the go- I mean, yeah, no one else's feet. Like even in other shit, I don't know if you guys remember. Like Disney oh, yeah. Channel had like this like Disney house show where like all the characters yeah. would come oh, yeah, in right. to yeah. like this big theater, yeah. and they would just like rewatch you know old Disney cartoons together, and then they had like cool side scenes where all the characters interact with each other. I I vaguely remember Goofy sometimes loses his shoes. Or or Max loses something and they always show their feet, but no one else. And I, I is it because they're the only ones that wear shoes? Oh, actually, Mickey wears shoes. Why, yeah, why don't we see shoes. more Mickey? Everyone feet? wears shoes and gloves. They don't like to show their extremities. Yeah, it's just, just so doesn't weird. Wear shoes, but yeah, everyone else. Well, he also doesn't wear pants. Don't. He doesn't have toes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was like that scene. I was looking forward to it because as a you know a core memory of watching the movie, that's when Max does the. the 
the perfect cast and it's like oh uh, mm-hmm. they're father and son but then it was just feet everywhere constantly <laughs> yeah. they're like I mean, really not hidden because they're black so it's just like superimposed in the background like so like apparent that feet and then toes. max's face in the middle <laughs> like oh god yeah. his feet are just right there it's kind of like forbidden things you're not supposed to ever see. Otherwise, you turn to stone, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I know for damn sure there was a generation that didn't care for feet, and now because of that movie, it's all about the feet. So yeah, because that's gotta be like one feet. of the number one foot fetishes for people. It's it's feet. And well, anything is a fetish if you just. No, I know, but I mean, like, like in terms of like how big the community is for for the feet fetish community, I feel like it's got to be like top three. It's it's up there. Like the amount of people who love feet and ask for feet pics and and demand it and it started a whole website of feet pictures, and you can make like you know, tens lot, of thousands huh? of dollars from it. Yeah, he's really I wanna um, be. done his research. Yeah, if my if my one toe wasn't all fucked up, I would have fucking take pictures of it and and. You know what? It, I bet there's still people that would like that shit. You maybe. shouldn't give up. Maybe. Yeah, I shouldn't give up my foot foot modeling career. <sighs> okay. We'll see. <laughs> uh, okay, with that, man, that was a great way to segue out. Join our one. Patreon. You get some. <laughs> Join our Patreon. It's only Peter's feet. Nothing else. No other content for you guys. eyes only. <laughs> and everyone else is too. One dollar. <laughs> We'll, like, we'll give you one dollar if you <laughs> we'll pay you to take these pictures out of our hands. Uh, but that is the media roundup of the week. Uh, if there's any shows or manga that you guys want us to watch or read, uh, hit us up on our social media or that email, uh, and then we can uh, check it out and maybe talk about it on a future podcast. Uh, but let's take a break from all that animation talk and play a little game we like to play here on the We Power called Take Five. Here's how the game works. Uh, Every week we have a topic and five things pertaining to that topic. Uh, We put five minutes on the clock and then we debate amongst each other what is the best and what is the worst uh, between those five items. Uh, Last week, pretty pretty long debate on the best Nintendo IPs uh, between Mario and Donkey Kong and Kirby, Pikmin and Super Smash Bros. Uh, We were able to rank those ones. Uh, So we're back again. Uh, because Nintendo has a lot of IPs that we can rank on. So here's part two of the best Nintendo IPs. And the list is pretty stacked. So let's see how yeah. this yeah. works out this week. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Pokemon, Fire Emblem, Animal Crossing, and Star Fox. Uh, so those are the five for this week. Five minutes are on the clock. Uh, let us discuss what is the best and what is the worst of uh, these five series. Oh. This is the same thing as last week. Like you can attack this from so many different angles. So where do we even start? I mean, what did we do before on our we biased it against We biased it on our own preferences. Objective. It views. came down to our preferences rather than I think like that makes the facts, most sense. Like money makers or popularity, recognizability. Yeah. It's, I think it should come down to which one we like best. Yeah. If that's the case, as much as I love Star Fox out of these five pretty hard to stack up and it's just been losing popularity uh every year that it doesn't come out with a sequel to Star Fox 64. Yeah. Yeah. Star Fox 64. No, we're uh that fucking GameCube game. How is that? I haven't played that one. Oh. Uh, eh. Star Fox Adventures. 
Yeah. I but think there was the one two the of them. Oh, actually, no, just okay. the one then. Star Fox Adventures, yeah. But uh, that one took... Purple female fox? Oh, yeah, I, which I, I made. The one I remember is Star Fox Assault, which was on... Um, oh, Assault. Uh, is that what it's called? Think. Oh, thank yeah. you. That was when they were all like next gen and cool. Oh, so there is more oh. than one game because there's I mean, this one cool, and then I was thinking adventures where they like yeah, on there, the floor. There's actually quite a few uh, Star Fox games. They're just so far, few and far in between. Yeah, the 3D platformer Star Fox. Oh yeah, adventures. that's that's so what that that's what the downfall of Star Fox was. That Star Fox 64 came out. Everyone was like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" The replay value is fucking fantastic. The graphics look a lot better than the NES original uh, version of Star Fox. And then this came out on the GameCube. And people were like, the fuck, the fuck is this shit? And it's rare. This is like Rare Studio. This is like, like they're always good at making great games. And then this came out and people were like, eh. Oh, was it that bad? I mean, Not it came always. out with Crystal and everyone loves Crystal. I mean, it's because it's Crystal. She got tits. Slippy's got tits. Slippy's a guy. <laughs> shit, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. What? They're all guys. I thought, I thought yeah. Slippy was a girl. They're all guys. No, they're all Slippy guys. Slippy was a girl? Yeah. Slippy's always Have been, yeah, it's his just a high-pitched guy. I mean, no, I don't like Slippy that much. <laughs> check his exactly. wiki. I thought, yeah, I always thought Slippy's voice was, like, feminine, so I was like, oh, it's probably a girl. Slippy Toad is a childhood friend of Fox McCloud and has been flying alongside him for several years. He serves as the inventor and mechanic of the team. Yep. Little Toad Boy. Little okay. Toad Boy. Sorry, Lance. No mechanic, Other names. No frog for you. Slip. Froggy Frog shame. Boy Toby. The idea was a little bit too uh, progressive. Like, yeah, too progressive for Star Fox <laughs> to make a mechanic girl. Well, I yeah. think Star Fox superior gender last makes sense to me because I have to agree that when Star Fox came out, it was a pretty fucking good game. But when you, you know, when you stack it up to everything stuff else, like success Pokemon that all these guys have like had. Zelda, all of these games, yeah, it's just completely stuff. different game. And Star Fox, at least the like the flying one, comes down to just like being able to go up and down on the screen and shoot. If I'm being, uh, if we boil down the game to its minimal like mechanics, that's really what it is. The platformer, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's more to platformer it. Platformer was okay. I, like there was, there were times where like it's it makes sense, but it was just it's Star Fox. Like, that's not what you came right. to play Star Fox for. You came to play because you want to do space battles. <laughs> I wonder if Rare was like, on the floor. we don't want to make a, the fuck? a shooting game. Can we make a platformer? Maybe we just appeal to the furries. Maybe that's yeah. good enough. I, I, I believe originally, maybe Digino Gaming uh, video out there. I'm pretty sure that's where I got it from. Uh, it was originally a different game for a different series. I think it was supposed to be a new IP that they wanted to do. Oh, uh, but. It was a last-minute decision. They reskinned it for Star Fox instead because uh, they realized they needed a new Star Fox game. Uh, wow. So they just, yeah, they just slapped Star Fox's face on it, and then that's that's what made Star Fox Adventures. That's all like the most so. Nintendo thing I've ever heard. It must be true. Yeah. So they do that so often. Anyway, yeah, and I, I, it was supposed to be like another like animal, like furry dude. So like they've already oh. had like most of the assets ready to go. So they changed a little bit the fox. It was and, called. Um... Done. Battle Ferret. Yeah. Battle Ferret. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, unfortunately, Star Fox, you know, there's, I feel like that's an easy one to put on the bottom until they come out with an actual sequel. Because I know the Wii, the Wii U had the remake of Star Fox 64, and everyone 
thought that was great to see it in like high definition and stuff like that, but it's not a sequel, so it's kind of hard to kind of hard to give its props from there. But with that, the other four all successful in their own right: Legend of Zelda, Pokemon, Fire Emblem, Animal Crossing. So the first time I played Animal Crossing was um, was that New Horizons um, for Switch? The Switch, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, it was really that was good. The first time, yeah, the first time I played Animal Crossing. Of course, I knew about the game because um, it's been around forever. Yeah, it, it's always been around on um, since when was the first one that came out? Was that three sixty four? Yes. Oh, sixty four. Really? Yeah, it's an old old that's series. A, it just never that's an old IP. It just never picked up popularity until I think the GameCube version uh, oh. of Animal Crossing. That's when people were just like, "Holy shit, this is." Amazing because I think beforehand it was Ar- Harvest Moon that really like controlled the, yeah. Harvest uh, Moon that kind of genre, more about, especially because well, Kelly Kurosaki just loves Harvest Moon. So um, <laughs> go go get shout out to Kelly Kurosaki. Yeah, wherever you are, <laughs> Kelly, that one's for you. Yeah, old high school mate of ours. If you're listening yeah. for this on some reason, good old Mike. Um, on you, but um, it was really good. The thing is, I'm not. I probably wouldn't say that's like my favorite genre of gaming. Um, the farming. But I can see how that's, but you know, when it came out like during the pandemic and yeah. you could just burn so much hours of the day into this game, it was yeah. such a godsend to just be playing that just nonstop with you guys. Yeah, connect with your friends, you know, make our homes. So I see it, I definitely see the appeal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The simulation aspect of it is definitely. Uh, oh my god like its own guns. category because it, it hits the same as like um doing stuff in like stardew or even harvest moon but the managing of animals and just like touches something differently in your brain like the designing and it's the cute. colors and yeah. all that yeah it's cute homey um, the stock market was so much fun to play <laughs> the turn up yeah god that was such a funny idea the the duping that we were like all like trying to like get down because there was oh. like a duping method. And yeah. We were like, how much do you do you need this dupe? And we we're like trying to help each other like become really rich and stuff like that. It really it really brought people together. I would put it at fourth though. Yeah, I'm feeling fourth. <laughs> it's a it's a good game, but with the same kind of in my head when I boil it down, it's a great concept, but mm-hmm. um to stack up with the rest they, of these they, they do really good with it too uh but yeah. yeah at the end of the day it's uh a bunch of chores that you do and you get points for it it's a <laughs> bunch of different mini games <laughs> yeah you're not wrong uh okay with that leads us down to zelda pokemon and fire emblem fire emblem at three so i think i have yeah i think fire emblem third for me and i have like an i guess argument for that if we think otherwise so i think fire emblems like the the biggest thing that holds and carries fire emblem amongst like the other uh what is this gameplay called the top down strategy, strategy. rpg yeah mm-hmm. i think it's the music voice acting and art that carry fire emblem because even this newest switch game i feel like 80 percent of the game is just well, like I'm also the type of person that wants to go through all of the bonds, and it's yeah. shit. 
like the conversations that they have are just actually a waste of time. So I'm like, oh yeah, why did you make me click on this? Like, it's just nothing. Like the the newest game, Engage. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Engage. So there's always been like a joke in the Fire Emblem community, especially the old hardcore fans. Like, wow, nowadays the characters are just like two dimensional tropes that just kind of spout nonsense to each other. And I was like, that's yeah. not that's not true, man. And like, just look at Three Houses, man. That's not true. And then this game came out. I was yeah. like, wow, it's true now. Holy Fuck crap. shit. Yep. Damn. It's, it was pretty blinding. Mm-hmm. I actually, I can't finish Engage. And my first, first Fire Emblem finished. game was... Oh. <laughs> yep. You went through all three houses? Uh, yeah, oh, I, went, you I, was... through, I went through every... I went through all four houses in... He, he oh, did that's right. In three too. houses. Yeah. Dang. Um, Engage, I... I, I Fell off like about like a third end. Yeah, the cast for that game was great. I think the writing in the other ones too, because I played Awakening and then the other 3DS one. They had I a, forget a certain charm to them. And I think that's the strongest point of Fire Emblem that you know most Nintendo IPs don't have is that uh, their characters are the draw um, mm-hmm. versus yeah. like the the sheer gameplay of Mario, like uh, Pokemon. Oh my goodness, just yeah. catching the Pokemon is so addictive. Um, the yep. characters themselves, you know, some of them, they got some gems in them, like Marnie and, um, uh, mm-hmm. okay, so there's a Fire Emblem. You're the character. Fire Emblem guy. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of, like, who's, like, decent in Pokemon. Um, oh. Really? Oh. <laughs> Maybe? Nah. Uh, uh, um, it's really player, the Pokemon for Pokemon. The there's a lot of Pokemon to choose from. From Black yeah. and White? No, <laughs> I mean they're really cool. Like um, Blake, I think is his name in English. Whatever. No. Um, <laughs> anyways, no. Fire Emblem. Like the, the reason you come back to play is because of the characters, and you can make them marry each other, and that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. that was a good. That I was mean, a good can't do uh, that change. Indeed, can you? Um, they have it like really like stripped away. Where, um, like other games, you can make all of them just pair up. I'm pretty sure in Gage, you can just make your player character pair up. That's it. Yeah, you can pair yeah. up, but then like some some pair ups are like kind of like not uh, romantic censored. Yeah, like yeah. I think uh, w- I forgot the little girl's name. The, oh, um, Anna. Yeah, Anna. That like in the Japanese version, you can date her, but in the American version, you're friends with her because she's yeah. a fucking ten year old. Yeah. So well, that's a it's, whole it's, other it's, story about localization that I have thoughts on. But yeah, Fire Emblem I, has told the line in yeah, a lot of cases they definitely, throughout the years. Especially when they came to the West. Um there's a certain <laughs> dichotomy of culture that um uh needs yep. adjustment when you bring something to a different audience. But I do think Fire Emblem should stay in third place. Yeah. Um, it has so. a lot of strong points, but also I think its competition above it are just a little bit too good. Too much. Yeah. 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 So I think the only other non- a strategy RPG game the Fire Emblem's put out is uh, what the Warrior a, games? Yeah, the Warriors game, and that's that's like two of them. The is it two? One, yeah, they had or a second one. For, oh, and then they have a mobile game. It was three houses oh. specifically, like uh, basically oh, like a oh, spinoff yeah, yeah, yeah. of three houses. Which that one was so vastly superior. I didn't play it, but I did watch play through it. <laughs> um, yeah, to the first <laughs> Warriors game, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, they've added so much. I mean, they already had the success of Three Houses and that storyline yeah, and those right characters. That I mean, 
I think to this day, if it's not awakening, people can argue that Three Houses probably had the best uh, cast uh, yeah. out of Fire Emblem all together. So, yeah. And like, even as an old head, as like me and Lance, you know, playing back all the way to like the first Western release of Fire Emblem. Yeah. It's hard to beat those two. You know, surprisingly, Fire Emblem has gotten a lot better uh, from the originals because usually it's usually the other way around where people are like, no, the originals are better. They you ruined it over the, the years. Yeah. Yeah, but they. But look at the sick beyond. gameplay. <laughs> yeah, they really. Like, it's pretty sick it. on the Switch. I think my it only complaint nice. about it is that, uh, like, the, the pairing up, the, the changes that they made, and the weird. The ring system. Uh, mini games that they've added to, like, Fuck fill the void. Yeah. Because at first waste. I was like, oh, this is cute. You know, you added fishing. You're really expanding. That's. Mm-hmm. I almost, in my head, was like, that's impressive. And the more I played it, I was like, waste it's this is a waste like of time <laughs> yeah i would I'd much rather you not put this in the yeah. game not, next time not that someone else knows but like the fishing all you do with the fish is that you use it to cook and you only use it you only use cooking to gain more social points to whatever bond that you're trying to yeah. do so it's like and you can do eh. that better by training and fight and grinding like they've already added mechanics yeah. to that it just feels like that they sprinkled stuff so that it spreads to like a better audience yeah i i think they got too too cute with the hub world i think i think they thought they were so amazing in three houses that they could do it again and somehow they did it worse it's a drag everything in that hub it screams to me like what a waste of my time but i have to come back because i have to reset everything and yeah and And then i'm inclined to pick up all the shinies even though i really don't want to but i'll do it i pick up all the shinies i'm like I don't actually need these, do I? <laughs> no, Take care of that, you don't. That dumb dog. Yeah. Yeah. All the extras are just ultimately. It was weird because they added so much stuff. To, it was like they wanted to show off, but then gameplay wise, they don't do a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I know what so you you're mean. not you're yeah. not punished for not doing them. So it's almost like they're telling you, please ignore these. Yeah. Yeah. Just, the show off definitely pretty. feels that way, and then you play it, and you're like. Uh, cool. Okay. Fuck. Thanks. Good job. Yes. <laughs> I'm not gonna play this again. You're so good at this, man. Yeah. We can make a whole video about engage. Like, wow, so much good stuff they added, and also just so much. So much. Why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty balanced, though. I guess. Yeah. I, I think like pretty not a bad equal. game. Definitely yeah, but not some but not like, good. Yeah, not but, fantastic. But you, yeah. Not bad. And you come in after three houses. You need to somehow do yourself better and they didn't so mm-hmm. it's a learning process you can't win them all i guess so uh but these two franchises they all okay. all they've been doing is winning pokemon and legend of Zelda. all they do is win 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 no matter what and you know yeah. we complain about pokemon a lot me and peter constantly <laughs> do we do constantly we but the truth is the reason why we complain so much is because pokemon is just that good that we expect greatness yeah and they usually deliver too the the ceiling is so high for pokemon it's it's ridiculous the amount of potential game freak has to make it better but they choose to hit the the floor every single time and just do the bare minimum uh-huh. for pokemon which is i i mean that's you, you know you and me that's why we complain every single time is that they always like to do the bare minimum and, yeah. and nothing more it's um, so clear that they chose the it's easy crazy. way out and I just would yeah. love for them to like truly go all out, which I think they, I think they really tried to do in um, 
uh, Scar and Violet. Scarlet. I know you tried to look for the name. I can't remember. There's so much chaos. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. And I didn't finish that one either. <laughs> yeah, you did not. But I could no, sense I that they not, really but... tried um, yeah. to bring that. We kept talking about uh, they're always so close, like realizing that vision. What is that vision? I, like, I keep saying that word, but I think they really tried to reach it this time. Yeah, I think we got a taste of what they wanted to do. I think it started with Arceus. I think the idea of open world yeah, and open world. being in a better 3D aspect kind of got their goals aligned or like a, a, a road that they wanted to actually go down and not just try to split themselves all over the place to try to make up for whatever they're lacking. I think I think they're trying to focus on something now. And I, I want to say in the next like two generations, we might... To me, might finally see a penultimate Pokemon game where I'm like, this is it. Like this is really exactly like, this is nothing will beat this. Yeah, we've met the 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 ceiling. The potential has been achieved. Uh, the with, format with this is set mm-hmm. exactly. So then after that, it's just repeating the same thing over and over. Because it's just at the end of the day, like yeah. what, what we just said, Pokemon is about the Pokemon themselves, and then you just keep you just keep churning out another hundred Pokemon, and it's, the formula you know, you're is done, so good. Done deal. Yeah. They can get away with just repeating. Yeah. yeah. Like after that, it's just like done deal. You don't have to worry about anything else after that. You can just cruise for the next 20 years, however long Pokemon lasts. I do appreciate, like there, there's a certain strategy to releasing the same game and adding different mechanics to it. But I appreciate that because, I mean, it shows that they're not just doing a copy paste and adding, yeah. you know, like reskinning. So you're always going to expect new content something a new mechanic to switch things up because uh, i'm not too familiar with the competitive scene but it seems like to me that it's gotten better. very uh, conscious about all different aspects of how pokemon or like the different audiences that pokemon touches to children to yeah. casuals to competitive people so i think yeah, in that you- sense that they succeed really well yeah you you make a very great point especially with that competitive scene i think we have seen a massive boom in the competitive scene in the past couple of years uh, because they just made it better. I think moving to double battles, uh, mm-hmm. I think in Gen 6 or Gen 7, when, when they started making that more competitive uh, based, I think that was the best move because now so many fucking numerous strategies and 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 ways to, to battle Pokemon and, and the way you use moves is like, it fucking exploded. I, I saw one where like, I forgot what Pokemon it was, but like if you burn the Pokemon, then that Pokemon ends up being useless and that's like an Uber Pokemon. But then uh, what a guy would do is that he would paralyze his own Pokemon to avoid the burn because you can't have multiple status elements. Uh, mm-hmm. So then the Pokemon is a-okay. It's already slow to begin with, so you're not losing uh, speed oh. battles anytime soon. So then you avoid losing your, your attack power. And that Pokemon can just start steamrolling everyone uh, again because of that strategy. And uh, you know, like fucking 10 years ago, you never really think of that kind of concept. So uh, I feel like Game Freak has slowly like understood that online battling is uh, it's a thing, you know, like, whoa, what a shocker. Pokemon battles is something that people like to do uh, in a Pokemon yeah, it's game. Not just so. collecting the Pokemon and beating my friends. <laughs> yeah, mercilessly. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, even with all that, the consistency, I think, is what hurts Pokemon the most. 
for this for this uh, take five. I think especially in the last couple years, the drop in graphics and Arceus was a great game, but it was laggy. Uh, Scarlet yeah. and Violet, I'd say, I I put it a little bit under Arceus because I just had a lot more fun, and shiny hunting was a, a lot easier in Arceus. But Scarlet and Violet ran like shit. Yeah, you went apeshit crazy on Arceus. Yeah, I mean, it was easy. Something possessed you. Yep. It was super easy. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you were like, I'm every just... <laughs> every day I'd wake up and you were like, I caught three shinies Another overnight. One. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> Low-key addicted, yeah. I mean, I got more playability. I might be biased, but Scarlet and Violet, it's not a lie that it ran like shit. It was not ready for the console. Yeah. And you'd have to do things like... I don't know. There's a lot of mechanics that I just didn't really understand. Um, and in the fact that they wanted to expand into multiplayer, which is really cool, but it's buggy as hell. Um, you know, you yep. rely on stable connections, but the server itself will just sometimes bug. You want to go into raids with other people. I can't get into queue most of the time, even though it so shows that it's available. Yeah. So apparently, got a little bit better. From from the recent oh, updates, I'm sure after but a just... ton of people stopped playing the game, mm, the servers yeah. could breathe. Oh yeah, because yeah. when it came out, and yeah, just like, and DLCs are coming out at the end of the year, so that that server is only going to get flooded again with all the new Pokemon that comes out from that DLC. So, uh, more troubles for them. But Legend of Zelda, on the other hand, that's right. I mean, for the hot most part, dip and happening. Yeah, for the most part, you know, there there was a, a couple of games in between, like, you know, uh, Wind Waker and Breath of the Wild that, you know, were good, but I don't, I, I mean, it wasn't like critically acclaimed, like we, we hear all the time with like Ocarina or Majora's Mask and uh, mm. the, the, the Game Boy games and stuff like that. But Breath yeah. of the Wild, I mean, what a reinvention of everything that we loved about Zelda and then just exploded out of the scene with uh with how well they did it like we're talking about it's, penultimate like games for yeah. a series like yeah. there's no best to look than than breath of the wild so yeah and i've been you guys know i've been replaying breath of the wild and that's right uh Avery and mm -hmm. I will just admire certain like physics of the game and i'll just like see small things and when breath of the wild came out um i've said this a lot probably on podcasts but they legend of zelda is another game where every iteration has a change it's not i think the most obvious is whatever the fuck year or universe legend of zelda is uh we're in wind waker <laughs> we're in um twilight princess we're in skyward sword at face value that's a difference but there's always small mechanics like you're a fucking yeah. wolf and like combat is completely different you can climb. Uh, wind waker you rely on your items <laughs> a lot more and you're fucking sailing in a boat skyward sword there's flying and motion controls and mm -hmm. stamina in skyward sword and they just brought a shit ton of all of that into breath of the wild and made it work without lag it's not <laughs> it's not yeah. uh, without bugs um, but a lot less bugs than most games that come out with Especially like on the this Switch. big of a world and yeah. all of its collectibles that you get. It's just, I'm always impressed with the game. And yeah, for sure. I think the only thing that kept it from being like the best game is that there are games that are just as good as this one, but it took 
the game was Nintendo the developers for Legend of Zelda. Yep. Yep. They are the developers. I think it took them. I think they were slow on the the open world 3D aspect because mm. they've always done the platformers, but they've linear. Yep. They've been behind for a while. Yeah. That I think that's what hurt them the most with Twilight Princess and especially Skyward Sword. Yeah. Is that they love. Oh yeah being against the grain and being different from everyone mm-hmm. else where you know you kind of didn't need that we they, they needed to go with the trend and the trend you know back in the 2010s was open world e- exploration you know open everything up and and let the yeah. let the player run free and uh luckily for this series at least they they you know they listened to that and they opened mm-hmm. everything up and and got it together and stuff like that. And made Breath of the Wild. So uh, and they also they like brought up the motion controls from the Wii. Yeah, uh, made that better. I think the Sheikah Slate and everything that yeah. encompasses the Sheikah Slate was the perfect Wii. for for what they wanted. Yeah, yeah. So because I don't know, Legend of Zelda. It really felt like that was the game that they wanted released with the switch like this is the engine that it runs on this is made for the switch and it Mm -hmm. i mean that's why that's why it takes so long for these zelda games because you know yeah it's not only just the (laughs) game in mind that they that they go with but it's the console uh with it because they know Mm -hmm. console and game has to come together for this to be a success and i think that's why we always see those iterations uh, for for every console, you, we know a Mario game is going to come out and a Zelda game is yep. going to come out. How mm-hmm. do they redefine uh, the system itself with these two games? Because they're the ones that are going to they're the ones made for it. So uh, it's always fun to see. Uh, I'm excited to see what Breath of or uh, Tears of the Kingdom has in store for us. Because I think yeah. this is like this is the first time since what Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time that we pretty much have like an actual sequel, sequel to yeah. a previous title so i not a lot is going to change but then a lot is going to change at the same time and i'm very excited to see how that goes because ocarina of time and majora's mask same engine you know same link mm-hmm. but guys totally different ways to play those two games and uh yeah excited to see how that goes all right how's this list i this is a lot easier because I feel like these are well more defined and uh Yeah, I think we were are. able to just be like this one goes here. I feel pretty confident. Yep, this, this one, one yeah. goes here. Yeah. Yeah. I we like we it. sounded pretty easy. Uh okay. Uh looks like we have the results for this take five this week. So here they are. Uh the best Nintendo IPs part two. Uh starting on the bottom at number foot on fifth place, Star Fox, number fourth place, Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, third oh place God. fire emblem <laughs> second place pokemon <laughs> and then at first place legend of goofy so yes. uh let, let us know down below if you agree with these rankings uh the let us also Waker. you can also let us know your favorite uh nintendo ips are you excited for tears of the kingdom we're gonna be streaming that shit uh next week so oh uh, get God. ready for that as well uh yeah Oh, I'm so excited to watch Tears of the Kingdom with you guys because, you know, I always I'm always, I, I never really played Legend of Zelda games myself um, and usually at least not when it's first released. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to like 
just experience yeah, like everything that, firsthand. Yeah, that firsthand reaction to the game. Yeah, I we'll have to like move anime night on Friday to like Thursday to clear out all Friday night to to do that first stream because I think that first stream is going to be I mean, it's going to be bonkers just trying to experience everything and get through as much as we can the first like couple of hours and uh, really see what's changed from the from the first one. So um but with that, we are finally at uh the final part of our show uh for this week. It is the We Power Spotlight of the Week uh for the spring 2023 season. We are on week four uh of this season. Uh still a lot of shows uh on our board. Uh 12 shows, Demon Slayer, Dr. Stone, Angel Magus Bride, Mobile Suit Gundam, Hell's Paradise, Asami Nice After School, Konosuba, Magical Girl, Magical Destroyer, Oshinoko, uh, Osama Ranking, Skip to Loafer, Heavenly Delusion, and Pokemon. So uh, we have a full uh, list ready to go. We were able to watch all the shows uh, for this week. If you guys want to roll your dice to see who gets to choose first. Uh, buzzers are at the ready. <clears throat> Uh, the categories for this week still pretty, still pretty much the same from last week. I did add a new one though, uh, but you got to translate this anime move. I was able to refill that board. Uh, billion dollar video game character origins. I was able to add a couple more to that one. Uh, Pokedex entry. Uh, I kind of vetted that one now, so I made sure uh, that one's <laughs> up to date from the Tyranitar fiasco we had last week. Uh, Nintendo. Guy. Uh, I was uh, able to fill that up and I got a new one, Pikmin Treasure. So I'll show like you the picture I like that. of the Pikmin Treasure. Uh, obviously, I'll describe uh, what it is to the to the listeners at home uh, and multiple choice. Uh, it will have the names of what Olimar called it. Uh, and then you guys have to figure out uh, what cool. he named that item. <laughs> so uh, I hope you guys like the fake names I Tried to fool you guys with nice. that multiple choice. So, because <laughs> oh, wow. uh, all excited. that, all of that is me. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> sat here for like an hour and a half trying to rename these things uh, that is similar to what Olimar uh, would have named it. So, I'm surprised uh, you didn't do like show the fake name and then make us guess what the actual item is. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I feel like that's might be harder. Easier. Than- Oh, uh, harder, harder for, harder for Peter to do. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just, I just made That's it. True. So, try not to think about it too much. The names go. are probably super specific. Yeah, yeah, um, some of them are. Yeah, so I, I, I do like use it to source battery. Yeah, I use it to source to kind of like you know match the the naming sense a little bit, at least the meaning behind it. So uh, they're all very similar. Uh, okay, what'd you guys roll? What are we looking at? Six. Six. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, Lance, you get first shot at the board this week. What would you like to hit first? Let's hit that Pikmin treasure for 100. All right. The picture we are looking at, it is a shiny metal clock with Roman numerals representing 3, 6, 9, and 12 o'clock. What is the name that Olimar gave this one? (laughs) A, mystical disc. B, circle of hands. C, post spear, or D, temple plate. Um, where's my buzzers? Uh, Lance, you buzzed in first. What is your 
What is your answer? Um, so one thing I, I like about Olimar's descriptions is sometimes he's kind of on the money. And, and most of the time, though, he completely misinterprets what it's supposed to be used for. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say temple plate D. You are incorrect. It okay. is not <laughs> plenty. Mystical disc. You're correct. Woo! It is mystical disc. Uh, I'm going to read you the journal entry that Olimar has uh, for this item. There's a strange design on this metallic platter. It gives me mystical chills. Maybe living beings were never meant to comprehend its true meaning. <laughs> uh, and here's a sales pitch for that item because this is from Pigment 2. Uh, they were trying to sell all the treasure that they uh, obtained from that planet. Uh, do not doubt, for the power of, belie- of a believing heart is limitless. Feel these mysterious patterns. Does your heart open? Only the pure of heart can truly know this mystic circle's power. So there you I go. Can't read Roman numerals. <laughs> can't read Roman numerals. You know, have no idea what the fuck that is. Yep. It means nothing. Alien scriptures. Oh, you, know, you know what I love most, even more than the sales pitch, when you get the um the food items, then Louis <laughs> descript- Louis Louis writes gets a description them. for yeah. it and he describes how he would eat them. Yeah. Oh no, no, oh. Uh, not not the food items. It's the uh, oh the enemies. Oh yeah, because he'll eat anything. Yeah, he'll yeah. he'll try to oh. eat the enemies that you kill. Yeah. Oh my god. Louis Louis so was funny. a fantastic addition to not only great. the group but the story because oh. that's how they got in depth was that he ate golden uh was it pick picks or like yeah. carrots or whatever. Yeah. Uh he but he ate the golden eat. ones, uh, put the company in the red. So he's uh the boss sent Olimar and yeah, Louis. He was like Maurice, he just back ate to the all their supplies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, oh pretty, god, pretty I remember funny. like uh Emperor Bull Blacks or whatever. Like, oh, if you strain all of its mucus, you can make a, a viscous soup with that and then yep. saute the rest of its body inside. Whoa. That's fantastic. He, he is a genius, even though he's an idiot at the same yeah, time. So. Pretty I've good only recipes. played the first one. Well, we'll definitely, we'll definitely go through go all through the Pikmin games. Yeah, because that, that's a fun one to go through. Yeah. Uh, okay, Plinchy, you got the question right. So you're the first one on the board. Uh, what would you like to talk about first? Um, um, gorge, gorge. Uh, <laughs> Don't make that a team, please. Let's talk about Yuck. uh, crap, Hell's Paradise. I can okay, vaguely Hell's remember Paradise. what happened in that one. I can almost remember um, too. Um, geez, was this another episode of the main girl? Oh, okay, I remember. We had uh, Senku's voice actor, the chivalrous samurai who wanted to save the child, uh, yep. who turns out to be a girl. Um, yep. And because of that, we learned that no one can leave. Everyone's uh, yeah. shit's attacking. Oh, yeah, the ship the is boats. destroyed. So yeah. Yeah, there's no hope of getting off. Yeah, we saw that previous samurai that was talking to Sagari and uh, Gabimaru uh, early in the season. And oh, yeah. he's, uh, he's dead now, too. He's got flowers all over his body. And he was oh. trying to leave. So you know oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah. not easy to leave here. And obviously, uh, what's his name? Get Genji, the big dude. Oh, my dude, God. <laughs> Mr. Trying to send Sagari Mr. Samurai out. himself. Holy crap. <laughs> that guy was a fucking hoot. <laughs> Okay, I felt like that whole scene, I don't know, is it just me? The the whole, like, interactions with uh, the female samurai have felt really forced. Yeah. Um, 
kind of out of place too. Like out of nowhere, this guy's like, "You're a woman, go back." I go forget back. what he said. No, but he was, was just like, like out of nowhere. Go get married and stay in the kitchen, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's because she's get, the daughter though. of you the Asaman clan. Oh so they're like all. I wouldn't say they're all family members, but they're all part of the same clan. So they all yeah. know each other. They're all ranked uh, from each other. Mm-hmm. And Sagri is on the bottom, unfortunately. Uh, so she is seen as, you know, the weakest out of all the samurai. And, you know, is is in that time in Japan, which is any time in Japan, yep. really. She's a female. <laughs> she's no good. Uh, True. Just, you know, give birth to clan members and, and make the, yeah, the clan stronger that way. Exactly. So it's unfortunate too. It, it like doubles down because she's also the daughter of the the clan head, I believe. Uh, yeah, so. he's super good. Yeah, and and Genji is like the fucking most like straightforward of misogynistic bastards we're ever gonna fucking uh, see. So like to him, this is correct, but to everyone else, you're like the fuck. It just felt like uh, that. Uh, what is that? the meme where the bad guy is really cool and really strong and then when he comes on your side he's just like really weak and kind oh of yeah um it's <laughs> yeah. um villain the vegeta de- effect villain uh deterioration no let me look it up it's a real oh that's an actual joke. word to it okay because yeah, it, it's it's a common to me it's like, the vegeta effect is that vegeta was so cool tactic yeah or like they're they're really strong, they're overpowering, and that's like the hook into the character. And it just feels like we've completely lost that. And I really like that about her. Um, yeah. And there, it just feels like a lot of excuses being thrown around. Like, maybe we could have just gone without. This is why she's not that good. This is why she's not that good, yeah. Yeah, it's okay if she's not that You don't have to keep justifying it. I, it's okay if everyone else is better. It doesn't have to be like... But it is, and I guess like we have to go through that, and that's fine. I just yeah, I haven't been really enjoying it because of that. Started from the bottom, now we're still at the bottom. (laughs) Yeah, I talked about it when we were watching the episode. She's not the main character, so I guess. But she is. (laughs) She was so strong and like cool and like formidable at the beginning, and ever since they got to the island, she's been taking L after L, and everybody- Yeah, everyone shits on her. Is constantly talking about how weak she is because she's a girl. Uh, Yeah. I think, oh, Villain Decay. Um, Villain Decay. Decay. Um, I I think that's, no, I mean, I can't find the right trope, but yeah, when- But we know what we're talking about. Yeah. It's basically what happened to her. Yeah, for sure. Uh, That's just how it goes. it's i don't want to give excuses because i because I, I also didn't like it when i was reading the manga and to me is more like if this storyline was able to have certain parts of the arc slow down and everything can like kind of catch up and they can focus on character development i felt like her character would have been written better but they're like it's pretty like straightforward and kind of like okay this happens and this happens and this happens like mm-hmm. they just keep going and going because uh this island isn't made to be a setting for too long right like we gotta yeah. go through this island as quick as possible because people people are dying i mean we saw more people die this week and uh the amount of people on this island like way past half now are gone so like how do we like keep a story without you know 
uh were like trying to stretch it out too long to where like now we're like overstaying some people's welcome i mean genji looks like he's about like halfway close to like death now with being uh slashed by whatever the gigantic dude's name is oh yeah the, the, the criminal oh, oh Gen- genji, it's pretty no, funny Ro- how you called that Roku out Rota. oh yeah, yeah. It, like right before it happened it became apparent <laughs> to me when you know just how much they're shoving down our throat that sagiri's mm-hmm. you know people disrespect her and no one believes yep. in her that yep uh it was just naturally gonna go that way that the biggest mouth around is gonna be the one to take the or get crowned off yeah <laughs> take off so that sagiri can now turn around and prove that she is as good as she is we good think she yeah. is I wasn't too happy necessarily that they did exactly what I thought they do. Yeah. I think you said like, uh, shit. The way you said it was so funny. Like, uh, yeah. watch the plot twist in 10 seconds, his head gets cut off. And then we laughed. Yeah. And then like, not even a minute passes by and the anime uh, ends. And, like, wow. and then and Cliff hangs on his, him getting like tor- torn almost in half. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, how it goes. But I do like the, the cast we have right now. Um, I think, um, the young girl, boy, girl, boy, um, and uh, girl. <laughs> girl, whatever, girl. She was like, "I'm a girl." It's okay, a girl. definitely a girl. <laughs> um, and then her samurai. I think they're a really fun duel. Yeah, I think um, I'll probably cry when samurai dies. I absolutely 100 percent believe he's gonna die protecting he, her. He, he's that yeah. type of character. He, he has that kind of tropes. So. Yeah, he's, he's a hero. I'm glad we have a good character. I was like really surprised because I I thought that they were setting up this thing to be nobody, you know, is a <laughs> everyone <person>. sucks. <laughs> so it was like kind of a like a a f- yeah. breath of fresh air to see like a mm-hmm. really decent person. Yeah, mm-hmm. just completely uh, went out of his way to get this kid out of prison. Yeah, like, I'm gonna take you to this crazy place, but apparently you just get to live. So we're I'm gonna bust you out, go against everything. Yeah, basically put himself in danger just so he can give this kid a chance to live. So he basically knew he was most likely gonna die already. Yeah, um, but he wanted to do what was best for her because she didn't deserve what she deserved. I hope uh, that the cast doesn't get too bigger than yeah. this. I hope that this is because this whole time you've been um, basically trained to think. Oh, people are just going to be dropping like flies around. But I hope that we can just mm-hmm. have a core group and focus on them and then, you know, start inevitably wearing them down too. But uh, yep. I hope we can like start to say, okay, this is our crew. Let's get mm-hmm. to know them. Let's see what Let's they focus can do. them. Let's see how far they go. <laughs> yeah. And then and slowly get rid of them too. But yep. um, I hope this is where we can really start this. Yeah, game. for sure. Because it's a death game. Yeah, like at the end of the day, only one person can get out of this alive with the, the elixir. So uh, that's the name of the game. Yeah, there's to me, there's just a lot of setup. There's just still a lot of things to go through. Mappa's very, like taking their sweet time trying to flesh out these characters and this and this island itself. Uh, so uh, episodes like this, I think it's going to happen. I don't want to say quite often, but it will happen. Uh, a couple of times throughout not only this season but probably next season too just to kind of give a breather between either a fight scene or like some plot twist or someone dying and stuff like that this is their way of taking breaks between uh, certain storylines and arcs so uh, hopefully everyone can stick through it uh, and enjoy uh, the amazing ride uh, okay uh, with that uh, Plinchy, you won the last question. 
So you get control of the board. Which category would you like to hit next? Um, billion dollar video game character origins for five hundred. Nintendo's Mario was developed in 1981 in an obvious, obvious low resolution environment, making animation of facial features difficult. How was his mouth animated? A. His mouth was disproportionately larger, or disproportionately large for his face. B. His mouth did not move. C. He was given a big mustache, which moved to mimic mouth movements. Or D. He never spoke. Uh, Lance. Um. Wait, what are we talking about here? Like, like the question the, is, how was his mouth animated? He never spoke. You're incorrect. That is not Wahoo. the answer. Why are they speaking in 1981? Uh, C, he was given a big mustache. You're correct. He was given a big mustache, which moved to mimic mouth movements. In 1981, when he made his debut, graphical limitations and low pixel resolution of the era made compromises in animation inevitable a uh, moving mouth is not feasible but a big black mustache and a big nose that both move when he spoke mimic mouth movements uh, similarly he was given a cap to cover his hair which cannot be animated and avoided drawing the character's hairstyle forehead and eyebrows uh, so that's how they cut corners for mario back in the olden days uh, okay G good job plinchy got the next question right so you Yay. regain control of the board uh, what anime would you like to talk about next? Uh, can we talk about Konosuba? <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Are we going to talk about how mid intent it is? Uh, kind of mid. Kind of bored. Kind of bored. A little sad. <laughs> but 7.79 on my anime list. Yeah, but every God, eight, I feel like I fucking knew this was going to 85% of the Konosuba fans are Megamine simps. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. I know it's true. Yep. That's why they made this spinoff. But yep. honestly, I just get more intrigued, uh, more curious about, uh, what's her name? The friend? Yunyun? Yunyun. Yeah. Uh, I'm more curious about how she grew up and like her mental state because <laughs> she's bullied it's shit. and it's she's shit. Like, not having a great time. I think she's a more... Uh, I know Konosuba isn't about that. They're not about like deep mental psyches yeah. of characters, but it sort of is at the same time. Like the fact that I know for sure, like I know we haven't seen the end of this season, but when Megumin leaves this village of losers to go team up with other losers, Yunyun is right fucking behind her because yeah. she can't make friends. She can't fit in this village. This village, she is like the complete opposite. Time and time again, she's we've seen every scene. One, which is just she's the only normal shocking. one, which is yeah, yeah so weird. Uh, and she's gonna follow Megumin because Megumin is the only one that kind of acknowledged her at one point in her time uh, throughout like the nice season. To each other, they're rival friends. They care about each other in like a weird, uh, awful yeah. sibling. Megumin yeah. bullies her, but it's like a like an awful protect sibling bully. relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad, but then they're like they care about each other, and it's. Yeah. It's low key toxic, more for the comedic relief. I think yeah. more so that they can get into cat fights because I think yeah. that's literally the joke in Konosuba that they fight and they're just like all on well, each other's just, bodies. I mean, we're just waiting for Union to to pop the pair so then Megumi could just fucking continuously slap it over and over in jealousy. So 
Uh, yep. They haven't gone to that point yet, but I'm assuming sometime pair, at the end of the season, the pair. Yeah. The the new characters on the block for Union. So. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, they're, they're, it's yeah. Have you seen how stacked, like, most of this class is in, in, oh, yeah. in this okay. fucking wizard school? It's, oh, yeah, like, it's a trait. Like kids. <laughs> yeah, all the adults look like kids, and all the kids look like adults. It's fucking. Yeah. Like, so basically, everybody is... looks like they're 18. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, this girl. Yeah, also. Aru is stacked. Fucking. Oh, she's not really stacked, but she's sort of stacked. Naramaki is no, pretty fucking stacked, name. except for Megamine. Dodonko. So the so one thing we learn about this clan is that it's massively inbred, first of all. Second, is that um the gene pools point towards um mega stacked people who are weebs. Uh with all the same hair color. And Megamine is the unfortunate outlier. Well No, Nerimaki, the girl that we just saw, she's flat chested too. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, so it's either you're flat chested or you are honker donk. There's no in between. Or your yeah. guy, yeah. Or, or your guy. Oh, well, no, the guys could be honker dongering too. Hmm. Yeah, that's not. I but, don't want to think about that. Uh, I think the one thing I do like about the show is Union. Is and um, mm-hmm. even though it's Megamine's show, I feel like the focus is more on Union and getting to know her and because we know her who relationship with is. Megamine to yeah. like, show yeah. why they they interact with each other the way they do. Yeah, for sure. Because Megamine is. I mean, she's been the same for forever now. She's oh, is that what fucking... Union looks like without her hat? No. Yeah. Well, that's what the visual novel has. I think that's what the visual novel okay. has. Okay, I was as. like, no, yeah. she's definitely been without her hat. I don't remember that. The, <laughs> yeah. the headband so. of um, Braid. Yeah. Uh, but it's cute. Yeah, Why I mean, they add that? Because light novel is different than the anime. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't right. realize that Megumin's whole goal was to be as strong as the Demon Lord. That's what she's saying, right? I thought she wanted to kill the demon lord, which you know I guess would make her stronger than him. Yeah, I feel like I, I, there was. I think it was like the first episode where she, her and her little sister are like playing, and Megumin's like, "I'm the demon lord." Megumin's fucking weird. That's all I have to say. Like, I don't think anyone else in the village. Oh no. Okay, I brought this up because the recent episode when um. Uh, the villagers, the guy is like, oh yeah, there's a thing sealed in the village, and Union's like, why? <laughs> the seal broke um, very quickly. It made me think, are we the bad guys? Like, is this village Hell yeah. Yeah. actually bad guy city, <laughs> and we're just like glossing over it because they're so funny in Chunibyo, but actually like... This no, really we are dangerous. the worst. <laughs> because they do it on purpose, they seal those monsters, and then all of a sudden the seal breaks, and then the village gets attacked, so then they can show off how powerful they are oh by doing high-level magic, and then destroy the village. That's like the single best scene of the season so far, was when they <laughs> just kind of lost themselves in fighting the monsters, and they just start destroying yeah. the village because they couldn't resist Because it feels good. Yeah, it felt yeah. good to just kind of <laughs> destroy shit. Yeah, so and to, to, to do high level oh. magic, and then the and next do the day they repair it because everybody collect insurance and they just repaired everything. So it's just like the economy of this place. Oh, they well, yeah, they probably already. It's probably like the second time this month that they've done that shit. So that's why I'm like the barrier for the the monsters when they made the monsters into statues and stuff like that, and that got released. Like they just they're just doing it on purpose because they want 
to get into these situations where they have to be toonies and blow them blow each other up with magic i definitely because uh, that's the cool thing like to do some kind of conspiracy going on where they yeah so it. you're absolutely right plenty they are the bad guys they're the worst type of people we can ever uh can ever meet that's why megamine's like a little bit against the grain because she she's not looking to be cool per se but she wants to be the most powerful like like what an actual wizard goal would be i guess other yeah, than like knowledge every single is to, evil wizard's goal in any yeah oh well, yeah i mean she's so bad but uh it's to be the most powerful it's because of that explosion magic uh to have that as her magic of choice you know she wants to be the most powerful of all so it's just all types of bad but yeah minuton at best i can't believe i miss Cosmo and crew like it it just doesn't feel the same no i 100 miss Cosmo. I, I thought megami would be able to carry her sh- this show but no megami's fine i think it's just that i think the rest of the cast just is lacking i think it's that and just like the the story i think it's mm-hmm. i think they thought that this would be a good idea i mean i think it is still good because if you're a fan of konosuba and megamine then you'd want yeah, to know the story yeah yeah you know her life there's the whole crimson demon lore uh learning about that that's cool but there's not really much else happening yeah i wish like, it was like an for megamine's character development there's not much we already know yeah. who she is and who she's gonna be she doesn't seem that yeah. different either than how we know oh, her that yeah. much of, uh, she's such a change. shithead yeah so funny yep. so yeah not much changes it just i don't know it just goes to show like, like hitting lightning in a bottle is like pretty hard and we've already seen this this writer do like this megamine spinoff and then also uh was it combans will be dispatched that was like the first series he wrote before konosuba uh writing comedy is hard and uh luckily like he was able to to kill it with konosuba but like everything else that we have seen from him kind of kind of minuton not 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 bad, but not great either compared to Konosuba. Uh, okay, let's move on to the next show. Uh, another trivia question for you guys. Blinchy, you won the last one, so you get control of the board again. What category would you like to hit next? Uh, translate this anime movie 300. Go no kata. Kantan no Jiu translates to what? A. Fifth form, blessed rain after the drought. B. Fifth form, waterfall bison. C. Fifth form, striking tide. Or D. Fifth form, water surface slash. Uh, Plinchy, you have buzzed in first. What is your answer? C. Fifth form, striking tide. You are incorrect. It is not C. Lance. Um, B, fifth form, waterfall basin. You are incorrect. It is A, fifth form, blessed rain after the drought. This is one of the 10 water breathing forms Sandro has in Demon Slayer. Uh, The user changes the grip on their sword and decapitates the opponent in a single flowing strike that causes little to no pain. Uh, it is a sword strike of kindness uh, used when the enemy willingly surrenders. Uh, Tanjiro used his move on the mother spider demon uh, with this form. So uh, you have both 
missed the trivia question. So that means I get control of the board. It has been quite a while. Oh. I think it's been like almost two weeks uh, since I've gotten control of the board. I guess we'll go with Oshino Ko because uh, this is kind of like Kana's coming out party. Uh, we got to see a lot more about who she is, what she's been doing these past uh, this past decade uh, as a child actor, uh, and just being an actress in this in this uh, industry. And it's it's been going kind of shit for her ever ever since uh, we last saw her. You know, that's that's the kind of lifestyle that the child childhood actors and actresses go through. Mm-hmm. They peak when they're eight, and after that, it's all downhill from there. Uh, and she, the only reason she's still in this industry is that she had to change the the way she is. She had to cut out on the acting skills and work on her communication skills and people person skills and suck up and you know form to whatever the the director needs to to make things work uh, for them and stuff like that. And you know it keeps you in the industry if you really need to be in this industry. But at the same time, she can't show off any of her skills. She can't show off how talented. Uh, she is as an actress because uh, she's stuck in this uh, box that, you know, she's past her prime. And uh, it's pretty sad to see. Uh, I've We've seen a lot of child actors uh, here in the in the States that were great as child actors and then never hear from them again until they some kind of fake death uh, from overdosing or they fucking killed people or something like that or they go to jail so uh that's the kind of right. lifestyle child childhood actors go through so uh, luckily kana is still pretty normal she still kind of has her wits about her and she's still very she humbled into, yeah she's humbled she's out. humbled and if she didn't meet aqua at that time uh way back she probably would have been a very different person so she has a lot to be thankful uh for for that that one incident that they had that they were together uh, and she's been working hard ever since to hopefully be able to crack, crack the industry and make her way back uh, to top form. So, just another great uh, insight on the the industry itself. I like that um, Aqua's previous life isn't so shoved in our faces as like the the reason why he's good at everything. I think it's been more implied that. I think Kana's like, you memorized the script, right? And Aqua's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a normal thing for actors, but I'm sure, like, instantly I was like, oh yeah, he was a fucking doctor. Of course he can do that. Yeah, there's a lot of terms to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So stuff like that, and um, at one point, Aqua's like, he has an internal monologue of uh, Kana, I think it was before or after she's complimenting him. He's like, well, yeah, anyone can do that. The only mm-hmm. reason why I was so good when I was young was because I had a the mind of an adult. In a um, child's body. So now, yeah. yeah, I thought that was a good way to explain why he chose to like go back. It's not just for the revenge, but he he understands that, or at least he's convinced the audience that the reason why is because he's just going to be a, a normal. He's yeah. on the same playing field as the other actors. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not built on talent. He just built on mm-hmm. the circumstance that he was reincarnated. So now that that's out of the picture. Like, what does he have left? And luckily, he's been training with director guy for mm-hmm. these past decades. So uh, everything about the industry, everything about how everything gets filmed, uh, all the behind the scenes work and all the editing and the shooting, uh, he has a lot of knowledge of that. So it keeps him in the game. And uh, I mean, he has his first clue with the, with the cigarettes. 
he he was able to oh, yeah. get those yeah. cigarettes <laughs> and get DNA on it. That was pretty it. cool. The when he recognized that the director was someone of interest to him, um, yeah, that made that made it clear that oh, there was going to be a sequence of different um uh, characters that are yeah. going to be main plot points of different arcs. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to sure. get into them right away. We're going to yeah, follow we're a trail. We're going to get through yeah, mm-hmm. a trail of people, and one of them is that's, the culprit. Yeah, that's the that's the beauty of this overarching storyline. I mean, that's I story writing 101. When, when that scene happened where he had Ice phone and he spent years just trying yeah. to get into that phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To get the list, I was like, perfect. Okay. He is willing to go through any links to find this man. And when yeah. I saw like the 10, 10, 12 names on that list, I'm like, perfect. We're going to go through every single one of these fuckers and wring them dry until we find mm-hmm. out who did it. And it won't, it doesn't matter how long it takes. He will spend the rest of his life doing it. That's how broken and crazy Aqua is right now. And I'm like, I'm fucking here for this. I'm fucking here for this That's drama. Pretty cool. Because like, the, you know, uh, I, eyes, eyes. Well, that's a very hard right. sentence to say. Yeah, with all the, the weird stars eyes. and stuff like that, Mom's eyes uh, was a perfect uh, choice to have. As much as how weird it is, it just mm-hmm. gives you that like visual like notion that like okay, Aqua's serious or like shit's gonna go come down because his eye gets all like yeah. sparkly it's like the, and it's like the mirror coming out into their yeah, personality yeah. or like mm-hmm. that's a really cool effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so at first I was like, this looks stupid. But then now I get it. It's like it's yeah, it's a visual representation of Aqua and uh when he's about to like throw down the gauntlet and I'm just like, Yes, yes, let's go, Aqua, let's fuck shit up. And I uh, I'm just I'm just so excited to see more. So you know, we're we're gonna see a lot more shit happening and Aqua's gonna get more into the industry again and uh mm-hmm. this only opens up more doors uh because of this one acting job that he has. So uh, no, the sister's an idol too, and I'm sure that um, that's going to create some yeah. problems and opportunities. Yeah, this is yeah. any anything and anything. Your foot's in the industry. Something is going to happen for you uh, if you wait long enough. So uh, I'm excited for you guys to see uh, what's next. I really like Kana, by the way. Yeah, I do too. Good. I think she's very yeah. really cute. Um, <laughs> she's really cute. The art style for this anime and then the manga too is. Ooh. pretty stellar like they're uh i don't know what it is about their eye designs but their eyes are so huge and just like <laughs> yeah they look uh i i don't know if it's like trying to feed into like this motif of like outer space but they just look like vast mm. just like into the I think void it's, yeah yeah i think it's both because there's also a thing where uh i don't know how like this study went but there was like a study that people with like bigger eyes seem more youthful and being more youthful makes you more attractive. And I feel like that's like a big thing in this industry is to be attractive, is to look good, not only for yourself in front of the cameras, in front of the fans, but to the directors, to your peers, to, you know, the industry people that pay money to put you uh, where you're at. Uh, So that's why I feel like everyone's so pretty and everyone has big eyes is just because like well, there's that they're actors and actresses a good character design <laughs> yeah it's, it's, yeah it's like overall just like all these like different layers and uh also everyone also, has a fang like every single character has fangs in this show <laughs> everyone's got canines yeah 
They've all got the cute little fangs. Well, I think every anime character should have fangs, unless everyone has canines, like IRL, right? Well, yeah, but, I don't think I mean, I've ever seen someone with just like straight. But flat. they always go from the up angle. Oh, yeah. So you, can, <laughs> so you can clearly see their, their fangs see jutting it. out from underneath. Uh, they love that angle when characters are talking. They go from a little <laughs> bit upwards yep. looking at them. I like being able to see like um, like how Shaft, I think Shaft is the one where it's always the behind neck turn. Uh, yeah. Like the, what's the right word? Not calling card, but like definite signs of, oh, that's that production yeah. or yeah, that's uh, this yeah. author, artist. Yeah, the trademark. For sure. Yeah. Love being able to see stuff like that. Uh, okay. Uh, with that, uh, can someone roll me a dice to pick the next question? Could be anyone, or just give me a number. Uh, eight. Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, Pokedex entry for two hundred. Let me clear your buzzers. All right, here we go. Which of these Pokemon drives away enemies by excreting a sticky liquid that can dissolve anything and can even melt through diamond? A. Swalot, B. Muck, C. Gloom, or D. Wheezing? Uh, Lance, you have buzzed in first. What? A. Swalot. You are incorrect. It is not. Plinchy. Is it <laughs> come backwards? <laughs> wow is it muck you are correct it is muck uh gloom has this potential stench <laughs> wheezing is known for producing toxic gas clouds uh but neither of these can describe the ability to dissolve or melt anything i think swallows just it just swallows things so swallows a stomach, that one. stomach acid and so i was like eh. yeah but it doesn't <laughs> just stick out that yeah uh okay back in control blinchy uh, what would you like to talk about next Mobile Suit Gundam? Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, Another fucked up mommy episode. Yeah, I think one of the sen one of the words that we said after watching uh, this episode, I think it was towards the later scene where Miorine basically confronts uh, Suleta and is like, would you do anything your mom told you? And Suleta was basically like, Yes, I'm a lost yep. cause. I will yep. kill people for my mother because she's always right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. I just edited the <laughs> last week's episode. I just finished that, and like we 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 very said in that mobile suit section that you know what maybe maybe Selena were like change her mind when Mirone finally like yells at her for you know being right, who she yeah. is. Yeah. And just immediately the that. next the next week's episode, uh, we have confirmed. Uh, so that is fucking gone. She, yeah, she is, is 100% a lost cause. Yeah, I, I just no can't that. ever see her. I, I don't <laughs> know so what crazy. could possibly make her turn against her mom. Yeah, mom killing Miorine? Does it have to go that far? I can't oh, I see anything like, less. I don't, I don't even know, know. If that would change. I, I think that mom could just be like, <laughs> "Hey, hey, hey, baby!" Like, it had to be done, and. So let yeah. him just be like, she tried to maybe ruin our you're dreams. Right? Yeah. Oh, like, I or she'll be like, oh, you. It tried to kill Ariel. Like she tried to get rid of oh, the Gundam that we then I, together I guess are connected I can to. Understand? It's it's gonna be yeah. something yeah. like that. She's a lost cause. 
Well, it sounds like that the mom's goal has been to save Ari, her ori <laughs> original, original daughter from the prologue. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the the chronological the timeline <laughs> has I never thought about the, the timeline fuck? until now of yeah. when things took place and they didn't spell it out. Yeah, they did uh, it. So but now we mommy have it. Uh, that incident, <laughs> mommy. Um, that incident where um, Daddy old died. That was twenty two years ago. Soleta yeah. is like yep. fifteen. Yeah. So, so what yo. the fuck happened? What the fuck happened in like the seven seven years? Well, she fuck gets me. to Mercury, right? Because that's where Soleta's from. Yeah. And then mom has a baby who kind of looks a lot like Ari. Cause maybe we yeah. were none the wiser. Where does the red hair come from? From yeah. mom? Like, yeah. I, so, and she doesn't. She looks like the grown-up version of what the baby looked like in the prologue. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah, they look. It's not even that different. Same, so, not unless. And it's not even not like unless a possibility. It's a clone. <laughs> it could be a clone because we know cloning is a thing. Clones is That's possible. True. They are very much a possibility. Um, <laughs> That's more fucked up. Enhanced humans is, that are yeah. test tube babies well, are definitely oh. a thing. Yep. Well, that explains how the mom has been treating Suleta. Just basically, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it's obvious to me that the mom is using Suleta as a tool. Yeah, and just there's like, a clear favoritism no. between a dead daughter who's been long dead versus who's the daughter who's right here. And I f feel like the mom yeah. loves the dead daughter more. Yeah. yeah. Well, to her, she's alive, and a green-haired boy met her, which sent chills down my body because she's like, "You can't be here," and she fucking touched him, and he's in pain. So, Aries fucked up. Mom's fucked up. Mom's weirdly fucked up, and that like this lady, the brown-haired lady that she always like oh, yeah. talking down to. Oh, yeah, and well, she's, she's in charge of. Yeah, this she's in charge of the clone guy. Fucked up. So. Like, yeah, and she had research that was fucked up. So, like, you know, now the clone thing, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities because if she knows this yeah. lady and she knows everything about yeah, her, yeah, yeah. she can the take research that research that she and did. maybe make a clone of her own and make her own new Aerie that, I don't know, can yeah. run the Gundam. It's, it's, it's fucking weird. It's, it's, they're also, it's, like, constantly talking about stuff like Data Storm and... Uh, like space neural network, and I'm like, mm -hmm. you're saying these things, and that's that's like the understand. big open <laughs> war know, problem, like, right? Like that's what? like the big like picture yeah. is that they're going to be able to take over the whole world because of whatever science uh, they can muster up through uh, their quiet zero project. But I'm starting to like this. I'm starting to like the setup. I, I I don't think it will be the case, but you never know. Soleta might be the bad guy. She might. She, we might be following Aww. the bad guy's storyline until the up to the point where, like you know, we're at crossroads. Her versus Mirone. She, turn. she turns, and then we start following Mirone and the rest of the storyline, and then Saleta just becomes the the overarching big boss that we have to destroy down the line. Well, it, I wonder. Like back to the point of what will it take for Saleta to. Uh, stop being a mama's girl, stop being brainwashed, or like brainwashed. <laughs> think for herself. I think yeah. if the mom's plan has anything to do with, I don't know, sacrificing Suleta, 
then maybe realizing that Suleta's whole life has been a tool, uh, maybe that might get through to her, but... That's a big maybe. She'd have to value her own life, and I don't know if Suleta... That's right! It's I don't so know if Suleta like, necessarily thinks of herself uh, like, I deserve to you know, live more than yeah. anybody else. Yeah. yeah. Like, her dream of like going to school and then open up like a, a school at Mercury, like... Hey, Irie went to school. I I, I felt like I, yeah, I, I, I you know, I didn't accomplish yeah. the whole way, but I lived the full All my life. Things I was on like, my bucket list, done. Ugh. Oh god, the bucket list is that what that is? Is that so? Oh, Soleta, do everything you want now because I guarantee you, you're darling, not going to have that freedom. You're going to oh die. No! You are no! going to die. <laughs> so I want you to have a happy that's life while like, you can. That's the small sliver of guilty conscious of the mom like i've brainwashed exactly. you but at least you should at have so, goals so yeah. then you don't die with regrets i think yeah. you deserve that parenting brainwashing 101 is the fucking let their guard down by thinking you're giving them what they need and yeah. that's definitely what she does not need is oh my god is that kind of freedom so the mom is definitely yeah, the most it's, interesting character yeah it's pretty wild how like she didn't seem like the central focal point when we watched that prologue and that first episode, <laughs> mm-hmm. but this past couple of weeks it has been all her. Yeah, it's been her everything show. has hit the fan so hard, and it's 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 her it's her ball, it's her court, it's her universe. Yeah. Like we're we're just living. I in like it. it. It's pretty. Honestly, wild. I think she the brainwashing of Saleta pretty fucked up. Whatever the fuck happened, Ari. It sounds like was a desperate maneuver to save her daughter, even though people think it's unethical. Quote, save. But, I mean, her whole fucking people, like her whole group, was witch-hunted. That's fucked up. So, I get it. That would fuck up a lot of people. We started it, yeah. 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 So, someone started it. Species. Fuck around and find out. You produce this monster. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Someone that could take over the whole world. Yeah. Fantastic. fucked up. Oh, well, um, he's rocking the the oh, yeah. damaged goods hair. <laughs> the yes. fucking down hair. <laughs> but uh, he just, he he's interesting because he never, he didn't seem like he wanted to do much with the brother or the company itself. He just wanted to be like, hey, you good? Okay, you good. All right, it I'm out. It seems like he has and, a plan, but I don't know what that yeah, plan could be because... Where do you go from here? Yeah, and even if you have a plan, what leverage do you have? Because yeah. this this company is like, it's yeah. gone, dude. Yeah, it's, it's over. F- it's pretty fucked. Yeah. Well, uh, the whole like solving problems in the show or at the school has been dueling. So I'm sure he's. You're right. We have to kill other do people something to solve like our problems. That. Yep. Yeah, my dad's <laughs> what else? company is going bankrupt. How do I fix that? I'm going to start shit. I'm yeah, going to start, start shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what's I mean, going to happen. Well, well Shadok is starting shit somehow, some way, so that's a good start. Strategically, he should latch on to a powerhouse if he wants mm-hmm. to gain any amount of footing. Powerhouses available at the moment that are within his reach, not mommy, is... um. Shattuck, but Shattuck is like so. I don't know if he like, wants him. Would he even give Guel the time of day? I think he I only think wants bitches is, on his team. I think Miodine <laughs> is the easiest one for him to talk yeah. to. It has to. That's gonna yeah. be because it. she needs help and he needs anybody to be on his yeah. side. He needs investors. <laughs> yeah. 
because well yeah yeah we need everything so because we got yeah. nothing we don't have we still don't have ariel it's still like under like investigation we just i mean we're like fucking barely keeping our head above the water so uh definitely see how things go with uh with him and everyone else all right back on the board i've cleared your buzzers uh i believe plinchy got that last question right yeah that was muck oh yeah the muck oh, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um pikmin treasure 500 500 the picture they are looking oh. at right now is a thin <laughs> slice of ham what did Ol olimar name this a concentrated fat <laughs> b essence of life c meat of champions or d disc of sus uh lance you have buzzed in first what is your answer meat of champions you are correct it is meat of champions here's olimar's journal i never expected to find such a delectable cut of meat deep in this dark and slimy cavern what kind of cavern is stocked with savory deli meat the riddle perplexes me but i'm sure my unrivaled powers of investigation will prevail I made it my personal quest to solve all the universe's ancient mysteries. Uh, <laughs> and here's a sales pitch for the meat of champions. Think you can eat it all? Then start eating. That is the goal this giant piece of meat entices. It has just the right texture and a thick slab of fat that will make all gourmets, epicures, kings of the table, and queen of the buffet howl with delight. Or so I have assessed. So uh, good job there. I really thought I would get you on that one. Uh, because I thought I thought some pretty good ones like concentrated fat and that was a pretty disc good one. Sustenance. Fat was Dis disc of sustenance got me. Yeah, it's a yeah, slice I, like I thought, <laughs> thought I got you guys on that one, but good job. You got through that one. Uh Lance, you finally get control of the board here. Uh what would you like to hit next? Oh boy, actually I don't really have a lot of thoughts on most of these other enemy if I'm being perfectly been, honest. It was a pretty minuton week. Yeah. So. Um even like Pokemon Horizons, what happened there? Roy got introduced. Yeah, Fui Coco was the star of the show. It was singing a was lot, singing. and we get to see so the bond cute. between him and Oh, okay. You know what? Roy. I, I guess wow. I can talk about I guess I can talk about Pokemon Horizons because Chris can I, talk about Pokemon. If there's only if there's like <laughs> one thing that um I want to note about this episode was that Fui Coco is like really cute. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I, I that, that's the beauty of the anime, right? Is yeah, that if you don't like a Pokemon this in the game there's a good chance the anime will make it better than what it seems like yeah because you know i don't really think i'm pretty sure the pokedexes of at least one of the um versions pokedexes talked about fui coco being able to sing i'm sure um yeah. but to actually hear that in the anime hear his little snarling like cooing ah, yeah cooing um singing <laughs> yeah. it was really cute and um, like I don't, you you don't really see that in the games. Uh, you just see that you know he loves to eat and he's probably a little dumb. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a really nice um, different angle to see Fui Coco from, and I, I really like him a lot more after that episode. Yeah, not not much, not anything on the singing part uh, in his Pokedex entry for Scarlet and Violet. So that's kind of like a yeah, I guess a foreshadowing to his future evolutions. Yeah, that, that you know he, he is a singer singing type Pokemon. On. That's yeah. a nice mm -hmm. detail that, you know, when they probably made this game, I don't imagine that the writing team even considered, hey, what does Fui Coco sound like when it sings? 
but for yeah, the anime exactly. to you know, like bring that to life that's really cool yeah yeah and and it's a core member i, I mean it's it's it looks like it's going to be roy's pokemon yeah uh, to use the, the core pokemon for him uh yeah so it's definitely something that you know they want to keep venturing out and he's he's a shy shy boy and now he's becoming more and more uh outgoing as uh as he opens up to to roy and the others so other than that though pretty okay episode i hate the fact that roy's so good at throwing a rock kind of pisses me off a little bit because that means he's good at throwing a pokeball and of course he's the one that has the ancient pokeball yeah uh, in his yeah. possession they both got their own like <laughs> the made for it, quite literally <laughs> yeah so like i have a good feeling because like liko's like uh uh necklace started glowing when she got close to like roy and the pokeball and stuff like that so i just have a good feeling like way way down the road when it becomes apparent like what the crystal is and what the pokeball is is that you know, to save the world or to catch the legendary Pokemon, Roy's gonna have to like fucking, I don't know, like Angelina Jolie like curve the fucking Pokeball around like twenty Pokemon to like capture the legendary Pokemon, and has to like go through all these attacks. I just, I have a good feeling that that little skipping throwing uh, talent that he has is gonna become important down the Probably. road. Probably. I just hope that, you know, the Whatever. Pokeball goes someplace. I'm like, I hope it's not like another GS ball war. I don't think so. It ends up being nothing. <laughs> yeah, the GS ball was such like a, I don't want to say a throwaway idea, but they just wanted something to bridge yeah, the, the, the next generation over. Into the fold. Exactly. After oh. that, it was kind of over. But this one is like, it's a story from the start. It's this necklace, is this Pokeball. It's so weirdly designed. It almost looks like one of those old timer balls. Uh, like an Arceus or even yeah. uh, when Oak was using Pokeballs back in the Celebi movies. So uh, yeah, we'll have to see how that turns out. So for now, it looks like it's going to be another week of Roy and Fui Coco bonding with each other uh, from the previews. So uh, okay, Lance, you won the last question. So you get control of the board. What would you like to hit next? I need some redemption on that. Translate this anime move. I don't think I've won any. Hit a single one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think Plenty's three for three. Let's go one hundred. One hundred. Okay, this doesn't small. matter. Just so small. <laughs> Kamehameha <laughs> translates to what? A powerful wave attack. B turtle's energy wave. C turtle destruction wave. Or D slow and steady blast. Um. Lance, oops. What is now? I live in Hawaii, and I'm 110 percent sure that this is not correct. But in Dragon Ball Universe, their translation of it is uh, "Turtle Destructive Wave." You are correct. It is "Turtle Destruction Wave" from the Dragon Ball series, powerful energy blast that's usually used by Goku and other characters. Uh, so good job. Well, actually, Okami is a turtle. Turtle. No, Ogame, Ogame is a turtle, I think. Whatever. It's turtle something. I'll, I'll believe it's the, yeah. <laughs> the definition of that, sure. Akira Toyama, you fucking bastard. Uh, <laughs> okay, Lance, back on the board. What what Minnington show should be hit next? All right, Minnington. Um, I'm not going to lie, I... I kind of blanked out on all the other ones that were on the list here <laughs> um did something happen to skip to lo-fi i don't even remember watching that one 
Yeah, I, I oh, can't remember he, either. She hung out with her old country friend, I think. No, she remembered hanging out with her country friend. She remembered oh, this is how the one where she a loser, and she was like hard to get. Uh, oh yeah, and then she hung. Out, oh, and then she hung out with um class president, and class president is yep. like just as cringe. Actually, Super she actually uptight. has like she has that kind of like shirogane sort of like destructive behavior. Yeah, she's hurting herself. She is. Uh, I want to do everything, and uh, I will sacrifice my sanity and sleep to do it. And pretend like I'm perfect, and that's not good, mm-hmm. kids. Don't do that shit. Yeah, no. so very uptight. But luckily, uh, that me to me is kind of an airhead, so it kind of like help lower oh. the guard a little bit and get her mm-hmm. to you know just relax. You know, just they were petting chill. the cat. I'm yeah, really liking me to me, especially after this episode. I think uh, I don't know what the polls are for best girl this season is on Anime Corner I and mean, who the fuck knows oh, what I, they I, think. Anyways, I think they. But, I think they came out with something like that. I think I feel like Mitsumi would be my number one girl for the season. Like she's, she's just good. She's yeah, and she's not like like good as in like oh she's such a waifu and oh I love her so much. It's that she's just really likable, just a good person. <laughs> she's a well rounded and really good person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think this is the same episode that um, the the actor senpai uh confronted her and and told her about uh uh oh, yep. Shima yeah and his so acting scary. career she, like, obsessed over it and he noticed and she yeah. told him the truth we got communication nishima told her a little bit about his past and you know that's uh-huh. like kind of a life behind him now and then she's like you got it and then she was and then she told about her friend and how much you know her friend was like very awkward around her but got it together and now she's like i'll be your rock i'll i'll take you to mm-hmm. wherever uh you need to go uh to support you and i i mean that little gesture meant the world to him uh they're so cute yeah Ugh. yeah uh, anybody would fall uh, in love with her she said that to somebody. oh yeah <laughs> like me is so likable wholesome yeah. gravitational pull uh with her so it's fantastic yeah. it, it's nice you know like watching doing this podcast and watching a lot of anime these past couple of years uh to see like the different versions of this like gravitational pull for a character is is mm-hmm. very good like when i think about me to me and how wholesome she is and how like airheaded but also somehow very understanding of her surroundings and other people it just makes me like okay that's one type of gravitational pull but i think of uh my dress up darling uh, and I think of like how wholesome she is because she's just very like straightforward and open and she wants to be happy for you, uh, whatever you want to do. Like when Gojo was just like, yeah, I make dolls. Do you find that weird? She's like, no, that's fucking awesome. It's just like her very genuine yeah, so uh, reaction to it. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like these weird different levels uh, of wholesome supportiveness and, and openness. And it's like, it's very nice. It's usually we, you know, if, for us, we come in the age of like tsundere's and you know, not really telling it how it is, and like very yeah, that's true. Being very We've grown guarded, up on miscommunication <laughs> as the sole reason yeah. for any plot development. Exactly, spending yeah. a whole season of like not being able to tell that person how I feel because it's <laughs> I can't, or like the situation isn't right, or like or I don't know denial, how to. Just, yeah, are you in denial of your yeah. your feelings? And uh, the past couple of years have been very like. Everyone's been more open. I think this is the new wave of how to drive a rom-com or even just drive a slice of life is that 
you don't have to do these misunderstandings or anything like that. They're still needed from time to time because it's not easy to say uh, what's on your mind every single time. But uh, mm. to not make it a misunderstanding every episode, it's it's very nice. Yeah, I think it's that and the characters that are surrounding the main character and their reactions. Right. They're like, you can have a character. And they can say things that you learn about them, but it's the mm-hmm. the way that the environment around them reacts and accepts yeah. or rejects. That's how we create our impressions on them. I think all the characters that they've introduced have they've been great. Safely been like reassuring us that this is gonna like she's having a good time. Like I think yeah. about the karaoke scene where it was super stressful for me, just like seeing that because I would be super mm-hmm. nervous. But then when she starts singing in the scene where everyone's like, oh, oh I thought that was song. such a yeah. Yeah. simple way to use the the reaction around yeah. them instead of forcing us to like see her. Because a lot of shows do that mm. where the main character has to be the one to like literally say everything and yeah, narrate for sure. everything. Yeah, this, this cast is really strong. Is really good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of these like side characters and uh that won't get the forefront of you know the storyline every single episode but god damn when they when they get a scene or just even a mention i'm just like oh so good. even even the red-haired girl uh the red-haired long girl the one that's kind of like a bitch to her Egashira, mm-hmm. like you can tell she has baggage but she's not she's not like mean girls mean you yeah know? she's, she's not just, a destructive yeah. character she's yes. exactly very all the characters are very human yeah mm-hmm. They're not like these tropes of because, you know, uh, that karaoke scene you talked about any other like rom-com, the reaction probably would have been, oh, this is a great time to make fun of the main character. And yeah, like, everyone laugh at everybody her. laugh or like show them like, <laughs> like st- stuff like their <laughs> laughter at great her sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but they weren't. They they were very supportive of their friend, uh, even though, yes, we could tell that she's not that great. And she her she had weird taste in music. But um, it was a very like organic scene of yeah of accepting sure. your, the person that you like as your friend. They laughed, but it was how they laughed and how it was portrayed that was just like says so much. Yeah, the tone about was different. The people around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good good shit. I'm uh I'm excited to see more. I've been slowly reading it, so it's just been a nice enjoyable time. Mm. Uh, like cleaning out the the amount of shit that I read uh, throughout a week and then I can just go to skip to low for, for a couple of chapters and be like bleaching my eyes out from what I read. So uh, good shit. Uh, okay. Let me clear the buzzers. All right. Looks like we got time for one more. So Lance, you get a final pick on what category uh, we get to go into for tonight. Which category would you like to hit next? Nintendo's looking all lonely and full. Let's do a 400 for Nintendo. 400 for Nintendo. Oh, our daily double. Oh, double. boy, at the end. Wow, I can't. I honestly couldn't have picked the worst time to do this because, wow, the winners left on that uh, list. Yeah. Um, uh, so do you want to pass the daily double, Lance, or do you want to take your chance? I'm going to pass it. Pass it. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Here we go, Plinchy. Here's the question for the Daily Double for Nintendo. Which of the following was not a launch title for the GameCube? A, Burnout, 
B, Luigi's Mansion, C, Super Mario Sunshine, or D, Super Monkey Ball? Burnout. You are incorrect. It is not Burnout. It is actually C, Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine was released uh, later in the year. title. God damn it. Yeah, so GameCube was on September 14th. 2001 sunshine was released in july 19th 2002 so uh unfortunately for all of us here that means lance gets last pickings for the last two shows that he has no idea what happened to any of them so leave it and double it (laughs) (laughs) double it and pass it on to the next person double and pass on to the next (laughs) Um, yeah There's not a lot left. Can, can I just do one of these? I don't know if I can do two. You choose one. I'll choose one for you then. Okay. Um, I choose. What happened in Heavenly Delusion? Did we talk about that already? No, we have not. Um, it was. Uh, we talked. We hung out more with the the fake um the the really fucked up uh Professor X's Xavier school for the gifted youngsters right we hung out with them a lot this episode a little bit maru got in some trouble with some some of the gang members in the town knocked out tooth knocked out he was okay he was okay i don't know he grows he's got a gap tooth right got a gap. no yeah we haven't seen anything but i think we're all under the impression that he's a human experiment so like kind of i mean yeah so the impression i'm getting is that maru was one of the the kids from the institute, or maybe descended from one of the Could kids from the institute, descended the test tube baby. With yeah. Okay. Powers. Question. Yeah. A kid. Okay. When we say kid from the creepy tomato uh, center, yeah. Yeah. do we think Paradise. of those kids the same as those babies? Are they the same thing? I am one hundred percent certain that those kids that are making out with each other in the woods were the test tube babies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So little boy dies. They take the body away, and we learn that there's been one other death. Only one other. So there's been two total deaths. The right. first one is a suicide. Yep. Which a girl. I don't. I don't know why that makes why that's relevant. Aside from like this place is fucked up, and she found out the truth, and she Sorry. was like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. But I mean, yeah, she like, has hormones this and is no the first time that they like, saw what to do with that. So she just killed herself out of frustration. This is the first time that they saw a dead body, like what happens to it after. Probably. Because it, the kid just turned to ash, and there's like, what I'm assuming is a monster's heart, or like, like. Yeah, wait, they didn't cremate the first kid. Why didn't they cremate the first kid to. (laughs) No, what did they. No. What did they do with the first kid? Did they even show what they did with them? No, they didn't show. They never showed nothing. My theory, or at least like the vibes that I was getting from the show, was that they had this ceremony. And they had the the kid out, right? Yeah. Um. So they they did their like stuff. Uh, I forget the word. The morning, um, all of their tributes to the kid, and then they take the kid away. So maybe they didn't do that for the yeah. other girl. I but I feel like if you cremate the first girl, then you'll know there's something inside of it, right? Because you can't. I don't think they he can't cremate. be the first one. That's why I was like, why decide now to cremate the second body like well did we see them cremate she said cremate i know he's them. at oh, did he? oh oh but we didn't oh, say we didn't see them what happened because she was like see, cremate the body and they were like okay and and okay. then they ran over to her and they were like we, we don't we, we were trying to it, it just like and they didn't really like say anything they just like look and they like looked at uh-huh. it and then it was just cremate a body 
and then right. whatever that fucking black okay. stone okay. thing So it is. makes more sense that they had already cremated the kid and then found that. Not as he burst into flames for no reason. To me, it felt like this was the only time that they took the time to do that thing. And so they mm-hmm, had the mm-hmm, body mm-hmm. out longer. Because with the girl who suicided, no one except the guy, the, the older kid, all the other girl or like children don't know how she died, which means they didn't see the body. Yep. Because they think it probably was a disease, which means they didn't see the body. So maybe the dead body that's just been out for longer, just on its own. And then that's the thing. And then so when these kids die, they turn into monsters or something. That's my impression. Could be. Uh, I don't There's just so much they omitted. Like, like now, <laughs> yeah. that, now that you're talking about it, like, I don't even know they even got to cremate him. Like, uh, right? It we was never so saw fast. them physically do it. It just like, oh my God, uh, director, right. you need to come see this. So I wonder if like they were about to do it and then it, the body just, just like, just like burst yeah. into flames and cremated itself for whatever yeah. reason. I, I mean, it, I guess it all depends on what that fucking rock is. So. And that was like that was only like the first half of the fucking episode because in the second half, Mar and Kiriko get a fucking idea of where the doctor is because this dude brought a jar full of the monster's piss, thinking that he can fucking. Oh uh, yeah, turn he had it a in. body part. I, I know, but and just, then it yeah, and then it turned into piss funnier. and shit. Yeah, yeah, that was so, hilarious. That was I like I don't know what he expected. Like if, like he was making it sound like if he turned us in, he can turn immortal. Like whatever the doctor can do can fuse him with this monster so that he can live forever. I'm like, bro, do you even want to live in this world forever? Like this place sucks. Like, why do you want to live forever or do, or pretty, gain superpowers? He probably wants to save someone because the way that I he guess. felt like, um, yeah, he was desperate. Upset. Yeah. He probably wants to save someone that's dying. Yeah. Or just grow a marijuana farm. One or the other. Marijuana is pretty cool. I think they're both pretty, pretty equally important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all kinds of like setup and another setup. It's just so many setups that yeah. I don't even know if we're gonna hit next week. It's just too much to go through. Like that doctor needs like an episode of his own because I gotta know what the fuck is wrong yeah. with him. What's his deal? What did you how do? do? You even, yeah, how did you even what know you? you can do this? Like you don't just throw someone's brain into someone's body and know it works without oh shit, he's testing probably- it first. How does he know how to do this? He's probably worked at that uh, facility. At that facility. Yeah, I was on, I like, was under that same impression. And they were like, yeah, he did like too many fucked up experiences. They're like, bro, you got to leave. Like, you, you're out of here. You're doing too many weird fucked up things, even though they are the ones making faceless babies Monster into babies. children. Yeah. Uh, 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 and those children are learning at a really rapid pace. why would he save these two kids? Like, why would he just be like, I got to do this. <laughs> Who knows? And- <laughs> and then yeah. I gotta bounce out. Bounce, out baby. Like a baby daddy. Like what? I don't know. Maybe he was like <laughs> like a true dad. We'll, we'll get answers. He can't just yeah. die and then we don't get answers. But it's probably uh, yeah, that'd like crazy, right? that'd be funny as shit though if he dies before he says it. Because things were unethical and I didn't like how things ran. So I live in isolation. <laughs> well, I vowed never to do certain or like experiments ever again. If we can think up a, <laughs> something like that. Is that like he, he does, he does risky it, like, experiment surgery type shit? He does a brain transplant and then he books it. That sounds like someone who regrets his decision. But we only or he doesn't want to get the, caught. We only have half the story. Same thing. Maybe doesn't regret it though. <laughs> I don't know. 
I just don't know. What drives a man to abandon his the children that he cared for? We don't even know their relationship. We like don't. they call him the doc, but they don't even yeah, like. Don't yeah, do they even like did. really know that guy? Like really? Yeah. No. They're not that close. Maru is like. We called him Doc, and he hung around with. I don't even sis. know his name. <laughs> and Doc sis yeah. had to take medication or something. Like she was under the doctor's watch. Well, the thing is, like they have more flashbacks with their Spike Spiegel brother than they ever have with the doctor. So, like, it makes me yeah. think, like, oh, you have memories with him. You don't have memories with the doc. So, like, how close were you? Like, how do you know this guy? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. It's definitely just like this fucker sucks. did this surgery. <laughs> So I want to find him because he's just saying, "Yeah, just fucking bailed." Fuck that guy. Fucking wild. Uh, okay. One last one. It'll be really quick. Uh, because the rest of these are pretty minted. Or really wasn't much uh, happening with these last couple of shows. But I do want to point out a little bit of Doctor Stone, a uh, new world. I think we're finally back. I, I I think the the bridge from season one to season two was kind of tough. The, to chew the whole like saving uh Sukasa's sister and like uh having to freeze him into isolation because he was dying and stuff like that that was kind of like whatever but the real core of dr stone is science and this past week's episode was so science heavy where like we we're building roads and we were finding out new ways to, oh God, to get to yeah. the new world and oh that's right uh, yeah. what Asshole. a response to yeah what a response to why man from that cliffhanger of last week's episode where like it's like this is how we respond to this guy that is potentially the guy that petrified the whole world like we don't know why but we're gonna find out uh very soon so just that whole science scene or science episode really just building uh everything that they needed uh like the radar and stuff like that and be able to uh track whoever they need to track down and stuff like that those all become very important especially when they're about to hit the open open sea pretty soon uh when since they have oil and everything like that they could build that engine that boat's slowly getting made uh so we're getting ready to finally set sail uh for for new horizons and uh i'm excited this is this is my favorite part of the arc of, of dr stone is that they finally get to leave uh the current area that they're in because as much as I, you know, that's where it started and everything's been great up until this point, uh, there are other places and we got to find out if anyone else is able to break out of their, uh, their, their stone uh, bodies and are, um, are building in different parts of the world, you know, like we don't know mm-hmm. that yet. So uh, it's very exciting to see what they're going to find once they can hit open sea like that. So, uh, yep, that's pretty much it on that one. You know what I'm hoping for? Mm. They make it to America, and it turns out blah, blah, that blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it turns out that uh, they found a way to you know unpetrify themselves too, but they've just been isolated this whole time, and they are basically back to like medieval times. And then they meet one <laughs> character. What the fuck? He's like he has white hair, and he's like immortal. He's just like helping this culture <laughs> like thrive, and oh, there's just God. roots everywhere over this fucking world. And he's drinking oh, boba. No. And he's like, "Hey, you finally made it." He's drinking boba. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, and they built the walls that we've always wanted to build here in America. Yeah, <laughs> just like fucking just gigantic wooden stakes up. Uh, the dream. Uh, okay, with that, 
Uh, I think we exhausted all the anime that we want to talk about this week, and we're also out of time uh, for this week's episode. Uh, so thank you very much for watching or listening uh, to this week's episode. Please like, comment, subscribe, share, follow, uh, hit the notification bell, whatever, wherever you're on, wherever you're listening this on to. Uh, it'll be really great uh, if you guys can help support the podcast. We really appreciate uh, all that support. Uh, we power our news. Before we go, old episodes are still coming out. Uh, slowly, we're slowly getting into that fall season from last year. Uh, there was a lot of good anime there, so we had a lot of good conversations on that. So check out those old episodes when they come out. Uh, new episodes out anywhere from Wednesday to Friday, depending on when I get them done. Uh, if you want to check out live streams, uh, we do live stream on YouTube. Currently, uh, we would live stream every Wednesday, somewhere around 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, right now we are doing Pokemon Stadium 2 Rental Randomizer. I think we might take a break though. I have like six uh, simulation games to play. Really? <laughs> they all look I'm really sure you bad. Give your sanity a little rest too, huh? <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna take a little break. Uh, obviously, we're just binding time until May 12th, uh, which is Tears of the Kingdom for Legend of Zelda when that comes Day out. To remember. Yeah, so that Friday. Uh, we'll, we'll post it on our social media and YouTube as well what the schedule is for that one but I think we're gonna go like Friday, Saturday, Sunday take a break on Monday come back Tuesday, Wednesday and maybe possibly Thursday maybe do like six streams I think I, I think we can probably get everything done around like five-ish but depends how long each stream is uh, we might stream a little bit longer than usual uh, as well to try to fit everything in uh, but yeah we're gonna go full blast on Tears of the Kingdom really uh, play the heck of that game and uh not waste too much time going through like six, uh, six, seven weeks uh, having to wait uh, to beat that game while everyone else is already beating it like 20 times. So, uh, yeah. so you got that. You got Let's Plays, a whole bunch of Let's Plays on our YouTube channel as well. So check that, check that out as well. Uh, but other than that, uh, it's time for us to go. So uh, we'll see you guys here. Same week time, same week place. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.